Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. It is 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Toledo. Here we go. We're ready for yet another glorious day in a very happy city today that no one expected to be the case, except for a big uh, faction of cowboy fans uh, who are not happy. What happened over there in Glendale? Yesterday, no one knows. No one knows. I could hear bird calls in Gilbert. Yeah, there, there, I was listening. I, uh, Friday, I uh, watched an NFL network for a few minutes, and they're like, look, yeah, it came early on the Cowboys' schedule this year, but uh, if you want a homecoming game, schedule the Cardinals. And they went on and on and on about it. Nobody. And Cardinal fans do not get smug. I already heard Jim Sharp. How about my Cardinals? You were bad-mouthing them all Friday morning. Don't act like... You called this thing. Nobody expected it. Nobody get cocky. Just turn and go, I'm happy it happened because I'm with you. There's nothing better than a Monday of sad cowboy fans in the office or at the workplace. Oh, my God, is there nothing better than sad cowboy fans? Oh, wait. In my world, there is sad Ravens fans. I've got those two. We got them all over the place. Oh, wait. Also, sad Raiders fans. Oh, that's a great thing. <laughs> Add that to the list. A great day. For, uh, up, up, wait, there's a fourth sad Bronco fan. The most, uh, Ooh, oh my man. God, what a wonderful thing it is. You can hear the joy in, uh, like, I don't care half as much about my team winning as the teams I hate losing. I get so much more joy out of their losing than uh, the Steelers win. Steelers win last night. I'm like, I'm happy. That's great. Got my Steelers 2-1, uh, and one, and they haven't even played that good of football yet. Still hanging on. The good record, uh, but they, they, they can get better and better. That's a good thing. Arrows pointing up. But when the Ravens, Cowboys, Broncos, and Raiders all lose on the same day, if you'd have thrown the Patriots in there, I might not have been to work until January. <laughs> Just dancing and drinking. They were trying, the Patriots. Oh, the Patriots try. But the Jets tried harder. And all I do is watch football and think of poor Brett. It's like, what do you do on Sundays? Drink. <laughs> Very heavily. <laughs> it's like, I mean, what, what a Bears fan. It's like do. an Irishman. <laughs> That's... What do Bears fans do on Sunday? Literally is... nothing. I didn't even watch the game. I just yeah. I just caught the highlights here and there between. Well, low lights for me, but yeah, it's oh that was rough. So watching the Cowboys and Cardinals just yesterday I was my my mind was being blown. And then I went back to what we talked about last week when my gambling buddy told me years ago Scottsdale's undefeated, and the Cowboys got here early Saturday. I don't know what their curfew was. I don't know what it is. But Scottsdale remains undefeated. Now, I also am not sure where the Cowboys stayed. Because the, the old stat was... They were all on their own. They had to find their own place to stay. <laughs> Maybe they had Airbnb in. I don't know what happened. But it used to be that when the teams were housed in the Scottsdale area, and football teams... And they still do, because I was at that Raiders thing a couple of years ago, and they stayed right at the Camby on 24th and Camelback. An easy shot right there to Old Town for once meetings are over. You can go over a couple hours here and there. 
And when you're walking around and you're the Dallas Cowboys and you got that, you were going to own Scottsdale for a little bit. But the old stat was, even when the Suns were terrible, when they'd keep the teams down in Scottsdale or at the Phoenician or wherever, uh, if they had an extra day here, they didn't cover the spread. It was like almost 100%. It was a ridiculous number. And you look back, Miami and Scottsdale have that same thing. Cowboys were here early Saturday. And I don't know if Scottsdale beat them. I don't know what happened. Let's enjoy our time while we're playing this game. I don't know. I don't know where they went Saturday night for dinner. I don't know if it was team, uh, you know, clearly not on lockdown. But was it Scottsdale that did it? Who cares? Whatever it is, keep it up. Worked. Keep it up. Sad Cowboy fans are my favorite Cowboy fans. 60,000 of them went out of that stadium. There was not a lot of uh, positive Cardinal pop on TV. Maybe maybe in person there was, but not not watching uh, or listening live because it was woof. It was a cowboy heavy thing. But there you go, Josh Dobbs and his eyebrowless face, his alopecia running all over, the, looking good. Uh, Cardinals winning, losing the first round pick, which is, and then you know, sadly for the uh, Cardinals, yeah, yeah, you're all right. The Bears, <laughs> the Bears are looking for it. Is that uh, the Texans also won, and the Cardinals hold their pick? So you know, the Cardinals trying. Is it inevitably going to be what is their haunt? And I thought they could tank the season. They're still not going to get the kid from USC doesn't want to come here. He was here this weekend though, and Scottsdale did that to them. They were here on Saturday. I don't know if they got here Friday or not, but they didn't cover the spread either. USC almost like they hung on with ASU, who got shut out a week earlier by Fresno. <laughs> USC shows up and they're like. Ah, just sleepwalk through this thing so scottsdale definitely looms large in the betting world it's great stuff had a busy weekend at scottsdale oh if you were and i want to hear from the bartenders that's the one thing we never somebody in scottsdale needs to write a book about my one and my gambling friend that told me that stat used to text me before we had on you know our phones gambling dude if you can do it Get yourself a, a a bet on blah 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 blah. I just did a bunch of coke with this this player. <laughs> like what? He goes, "Yep, I just did loads of coke with that guy." I'm like, "Jesus, man!" And then later he would tell me, "Like, well, we're at a game together because when he kicked the coke thing, he used to, he didn't carry. Just tell you like that guy and I did coke together once. He was in a rehab once, and I won't tell you the name of the singer in the band." was there for a different type of rehab, and they used to leave re- rehab at night because this dude had, he was a big name, and he would leave rehab at night to go get coke for my friend and sex for him, which is what they were in rehab for. You come with me. He's like, all right. And they'd leave and go get whatever they needed, and it was right here in Scotts. He was like, I can't tell you who it is, but, uh... and then he'd just tell me who it was. I'm like, Jesus, this whole <laughs> anonymous thing doesn't register with you. Yeah, so we'll see if Joe Scott's Biden. Yeah, 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 with Joe Biden. Turns out that wasn't Hunter's cocaine in the White House. <laughs> but yeah, he used to uh, he used to tell me that all the time. But I remember a couple of the Suns players. It shocked me. He's like, "Oh, that guy and I, uh, he, uh, we do coke every time I see him." I'm like, "Really?" He goes, "Yeah." He asked me for it. I'm like, "How are they getting away with that?" And he goes, "I don't test those guys. It's all garbage." I'm like, I guess so. The NBA wouldn't even be a functioning league if they had active drug tests throughout the time marijuana was illegal. And who was the player that sure. just came out and said he did he smoked weed before every single game of his career? It was just this weekend. I forgot who it was. But it was like, I smoked every single Robert game. Parrish? No, no, no. This was football. Oh, football. Like, I smoked weed before every game 
And I was fine. And they don't test you. And I'm like, no kidding. How about that? Rich you know Williams. Who was it? From the Seahawks, Percy Harvin. Oh, Percy Harvin. That's right. It was Percy Harvin. Yeah, he just basically. He had headaches, too. Every right? game. Well, he had mental issues, and he yeah. said that was one way that yeah. he coped. Well, that's what he had, was mental issues. That's well, it. It's I think the, in this day and age, it's easier to say that you smoked all yep. the time because of mental issues right. than it would have been 10 years the ago. The quick out, to, to instead of just saying, I love getting high, is yep. to go, I've got some anxiety, and this was the only way. Like, you're not, you didn't go to Desert Storm, Percy Harvin. You didn't have PTSD about it. He played three years with Tim Tebow. <laughs> that does hurt. <laughs> a little bit but please percy harvin i had to do it because i had mental issues oh okay yeah you're like a vet you should have been at the va i suppose and then i was you know this weekend i had people asking me like crazy from all over the state about our uh flyaway which now has one less seat on the plane by the by i recognize the name i don't know if it's a decent human being or not but the guest the temp winner is in and i don't know if we've even contacted him the temperature was 94 degrees at 2.51 p.m. on Saturday. So any, I, I missed by one. 94 degrees. I by two. 2.51. Yeah, you went high. Yeah. You went 98. That's right. The company man. <laughs> and uh, there were a, a lot of people who guessed that temperature. So then all the 94 degree guessers went into a random generator of names. I recognize this name. So it is a, it is a person who listens all the time. Ah. Uh, I, I don't know, but I don't know if they're crazy. And by the way, I have your address, and I zillowed your house. Okay, not bad, not bad. We're not dealing with like a crack house here. We're doing all right. He's doing live well with for folks. <laughs> not live, maybe oh, okay, could good. be. Okay, I didn't. I don't know that. I don't know if this listener is still living with mom and dad. His birthday. He's born in '92, so he's only 31. That's on the bubble. And today, you don't know. We'll zillow again. I'll show you the house, and you'll be like, "Hey, that's not bad. He lives in a decent place." Uh, but he was pulled out of the pile. We have no idea what he's like. Our rando winner. And I honestly, I don't know if I am announcing this to him. I don't know if anybody contacted him this weekend. They're supposed to do it until 7, John. Today? No, I'm just kidding. That's what they Oh, I don't care. Do. They always say that. I don't. The rando winner hopping on the set jet flight. Thanks to our friends at newacunit.com and the guest the temp game. Rando. From Chandler, Miguel Cassian. Miguel Cassian. All right. No, no, don't start, Brett. All right. Oh, the <laughs> Miguel. C. No, C. It's but C. You'll say it differently. C would C. be correct because there you C. go. Yes. Uh, Miguel Cassian. There's how we Googled him. <laughs> oh, he's got a child. He looks like a healthy. Uh, like he's taking care of himself. This is nice. What I'm seeing here. Of course, he's got a child. Uh, but it, 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 wonderful work. Of course. Uh-oh. <laughs> There's that. That's nice. I'm not so sure I like what I just saw there. Put that back up there. Oh. That's not Miguel, him. Miguel, That's Miguel's not got him. a couple of gang pictures up there. There's one. Is that him? Is this our guy? I don't know. I mean, I'm... There it does is, say Chandler from yeah, Chandler. that's him. That's our guy. So there is a picture up there that I'm not a fan of, Miguel. And I understand that you've got a friend that you've lost, and it says in loving memory of, and then his friend's name. But then on the in loving memory is two uh, pistols crossed over each other. Well, Stole it's us. not even a friend, I don't think. It says in loving memory of... Well, you don't know. Yeah. Why wouldn't that be a friend? Why isn't that so. a friend? 
That's his nickname. Must be well, nickname. A, yeah, you don't have yeah. to put their full name on there. It's not like a tombstone. Yeah, I don't think anybody named them that. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to say the guy's name, but it's two crust over pistole. Pistoleres? <laughs> Pistoles? Anyway, Miguel, you're going with us, and I am more than happy to take you aboard as some sort of protection through Vegas. It's going to be great. Now, remember, there is a metal detector at SetJet, so you can't do that. Uh, to bring on those things and you know, make sure that he's not armed because you're a rando. We don't know you. But the picture in your house on Zillow looked pretty nice. So I'm pretty happy that we have Miguel. He played Cassidy. and had a great guess. That's right. Three people now. Three. Two to go. Only two seats remain on our set jet flight. Thank you to uh, Bodie and Eric over there at NewACUnit.com for helping us out with the guess the temp rando drawing. Just any general... Jackass could have gotten on. And by the way, boom, on the website, you guys blew that thing up. So I had people asking me, I, it's constant now. You got to get me on there. You got to get me on. Are you still doing it Monday? I'm like, we're still doing it. So again, this morning, in just a little while, after 8 o'clock, you'll hear the sounds. You'll hear the sounds. The golden I, ticket sounds. And once you hear it, you got to call 602-585-9800. I got a guy writing questions and sending them to me. Here's how well I know the show. Here's 10 questions I would answer. And a couple of them I had to think about. About this show. And when he gave the answer, I'm like, oh, that's right. Crazy. Creepy. It is creepy. I don't want him going. That's a full stand. I'm not interested in that guy showing up. Here's a bunch of questions I wrote for your show. I'm like, yeah. I heard numerous times over the weekend, uh, I'm not worried about winning anything. I'm going anyway. Yeah. We're going that weekend. <laughs> Oh, people will show yeah. up. That's fine. Don't bother us. I mean, we're not going to, but still. It's like I said on the Rewind on Saturday. It's like, it's not the questions that you got to worry about. It's our phone lines yeah. to get through. <laughs> yeah. That's the hard part. That's the biggest is the easy part. Once you get to the questions, once you're yeah. on, yeah, you got a good chance. But dialing in, forget it. That's brutal. Uh, I got another email from Renee. Says, oh, well, anyway, congratulations to Miguel and uh, crossed over pistoleros. <laughs> I hope he wears boots with those big curly tips. Oh, man. And the big belt buckle, the, the hubcap. <laughs> you know, he's, oh, yeah. he's just kind of isolated on the set jet. We all lean on the other side of the plane. Pilot has to keep coming on. Would you guys at least uh, balance out who stands on which side of the plane? We're tilting pretty hard here. <laughs> I don't want to sit next to Miguel. He looks he looks crazy. We'll see. Miguel, I'm, I'm happy to have you on there. I think that's great. Yeah, 94 degrees was the temp. He'll call me El Jefe. Hey, boss. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what he'll call you. Speaking of hefes and chiefs and such, how long until the song Not My Chief comes out of Taylor Swift's mouth? How long until we get a nice song called For the next album? One eight seven on my list. Uh, that, that's, I, just, I kept coming up with names yesterday for Taylor Swift's breakup song for Travis. I, you're, Jason is better is a thing. Uh, yeah. You're, you know, Patty Cake because it's your best friend, Patty. She's going she's gonna to destroy the chiefs internally. There she was yesterday, and here's the thing about Taylor Swift. All the I, I again, here I am not getting it at all. I don't look at her and see beautiful. I look at her and see average girl. I, I don't olive oil. I, I, she's got a lot of olive oil qualities. Yeah. She's prettier than olive oil, but um, I don't. Yeah. I don't get the I, her songs. To me, I've said it a billion times. They're okay. I, she writes a lot of just you don't okay cry stuff. I don't. No, I'm not moved. No I'm bored to tears. I. I, like the joke for me is every time she's on TV, I pretend I go right to sleep. She is, she is ambient, ambient boring. So I'm not getting it. But here's here's what I know about Taylor Swift. 
I personally know about eight dicks. Huh? I personally know about eight dicks. Famous sticks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Travis is nine or ten. If I know about nine or ten of your partners, it's like cockroaches. You see one, there's probably ten or twelve more close by you just don't see. How many how many has that how many has Taylor taken? Is it the first sports stick though? Geez, I have to go back into the archives, Brady. Wonder. I think it is. First one we know about, for sure. It's the yeah, I mean, that's this true. is a well known sports stick. But I mean we've had the John Mayer. We've it, the list is it's it's long. And if I know about seven or eight dicks you've taken, what in the world have you done that I don't know about? And great pride in parading around with a new fella every few weeks that she is going to. She she's a black widow of music. I think they're just friends, John. She dates to mate to kill. That's what I think. She's just a black widow to write new songs, to write a new album. She's I mean, out of hey. ideas, right, so she's got to go into the sports world. Here, here's the Taylor Swift list. Swift list. Oh, there's the Jonas. Jonas. Yep. We knew about Joe Jonas early on. Uh, who is that? Uh, Some country. Oh, Lucas Till. I don't know who Lucas Till he is. Was, was he in um, Twilight or something like that? I think uh, he's just a country singer, isn't he? Is he dressed like a like a waiter at Rustler's Roost? Yeah. Who's that? That was uh, uh, Taylor Lautner. Oh, Taylor Lautner. I forgot about that, dude. All right, so add there's some more. Mayer. There's John Mayer. That's four, and she's like 22. 22. And there's that dude, uh, Corey McMahon. He's dead. Yeah, he, he that's died. Right. He's the Glee kid. Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah. Well, there, it's a long list. Yeah. Uh, Adam Young. Young. He looks familiar. I don't know that. From one. another pop band, uh, okay. Owl City. Owl City. <laughs> oh, he was yeah. in Owl City. Yeah. Okay. And then who's Cord that? Cord Overstreet. Oh, Cord Overstreet. Yeah, of course. Where's the list? I mean, this website, it, it is, just goes on. The advertising on it is amazing. Eddie Redmayne, what? Eddie Redmayne, yes, Stephen Hawking. She banged him. Uh, she banged a very, very short but incredibly great... Zach uh, Efron. She, Man, Zach that Efron. Oh, he's giant. But she's tall, but not that tall. Uh, and then, uh, geez, we're at like seven Who's now. That? Let's see, that's Connor Kennedy. Oh, oh, one of yeah. the Kennedy kids. Grandson. She, that's a bad luck thing. That she, well, that kid's going to pop. And then there's this guy, Harry, Harry Styles. Styles. I forgot about Harry. Oh my God, Calvin Harris. Calvin Harris. <laughs> these are. These, I'm learning a couple new yeah. ones. Tom Hiddleston. Loki? I knew Hiddleston. She banged Loki and his his Loki stick. My goodness, look at this. Show Alwyn. I don't know who that is. Oh, yeah. I don't know who that guy is. Longest relationship so far to date. All right, and that one from 17 to 23. Is that Sean Penn? No. Oh. Matt Healy. I don't know who that is either. But look at this list. It goes on and on and on. And it's no wonder she's just got all these. I mean, there's, <laughs> and there's Travis. So Travis is now on the list there. And yes, Brady, uh, as far as we know, according to that list, first sports dick. But she's going to write. What a whore. <laughs> That's right, Brett. <laughs> God bless her. <laughs> she, suddenly she's interesting. I in know. <laughs> but I mean, that thing has just been tanked out. And she just keeps popping up meeting moms. And they were making such a big deal yesterday about. Oh, met. Uh, she's in there with uh, Travis's mom, and yeah, it's like, come on. And uh, Lamar from the Revenge of the Nerds, right next door. Le- Lamar was up there. Yeah. Oh, just, missing the javelin. No, that was that was not Lamar. You're just being <laughs> that wasn't. No. Oh. <laughs> another another person that looked similar to Dancer, Lamar because maybe. you're just un- you're unwilling to try to recognize the Lamar Latrell. The, yeah, no, it wasn't Lamar. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't Lamar. 
your hands, everybody. <laughs> everybody, clap your hands. Sorry. We're Lambda. No, no, Lambda. they're not. They weren't Lambda. <laughs> and Omega Make a move. move. <laughs> Stop it. It wasn't Lamar. God damn it. Brady, you did something bad. Pretty sure it was. No, it wasn't. Although now I have to go back and look because now that I'm thinking about it, all I can think of is that she was with Lamar. I thought it was Carlton, but I have no idea what's going on. Uh, so anyway, yeah, so she's up there. But before, they're making such a big deal out of her with, and then they walked out together. And all the press conference, because the Bears put up no fight, with uh, the Chiefs yesterday was about Taylor Swift. Yeah, Mahomes feeling Mahomes pressure. Mahomes was talking about I it. Got to throw a touchdown pass yeah. to him. And Andy Reid's like, I introduced him. <laughs> like, that's not a Let me see them nugs. Oh, yeah, coach's presser should not be about Taylor Swift. She's a virus. So, Chiefs fans, you're going to want her out of there because what she does is create trouble. Oh, so boring. The Taylor Swift bore fest is, it's a, I just don't get it. The best thing she ever did was let that Ryan uh, Adams dude, I think that's who did it, rewrite all her songs and make, uh, Make them all kind of folksy. Oh, stop it, Brett. That's not... We lambda, 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 and Omega Moon. And we come here on stage This, this was not someone standing next to her yesterday. You guys are... We got a rocking rhythm and a high-tech sound. That'll make you move your body down to the ground. All right, that wasn't him. <laughs> I think Brady's right. No, he wasn't. I didn't even know that guy's still alive. That movie is 40 years old. He's he doesn't Chiefs look fan. the same. He might be a Chiefs fan. I don't know what he's doing. Stop it. The boys and the moose are clapping along. And just when you thought you've seen it all, along comes a lambda four foot tall. So won't you come on out here on the floor? All right, that's so not... So we can work our bodies yes. uh, That weird nerd kid started breakdancing, sort of. And then Poindexter plays that Point weird violin. Shreds it on the violin. <laughs> enough. That's enough. That's Timothy Busfield, for God's sakes. He's a respected actor. Quit it. As the, you're missing the point of the story. Oh, he was not standing up there with Lamar. What was his name? Lamar Latrell. No! There's that thing. This was pretty cool when he went nuts on that. When did they have time to put all that together? The lights... That was the most expensive scene. Did Wayne Static get his look from Poindexter <laughs> so. for this? I think that's... That's just <laughs> ten minutes from the moonwalk. Yeah, all right, enough. <laughs> You're missing the point. Taylor Swift and Lamar were not up there together. It's not who that was. Now I want to watch Revenge of the Night. I know. Turn it off. There's Booger. I know who's in the movie. <laughs> Well, it would have been awesome, though. All right, now I'm having a little fantasy. <laughs> that if you went up to that, if you went up to the Chiefs booth and Timothy Busfield, Lamar, and Booger were all up there with him. Oh, man. Why is the cast of, and even, you know, Carradine and the kid from ER, the whole cast, Taylor Swift and the Kelsey's mother is up there. That would have been pretty great. But that's not what happened, so stop it. But matter of time. Not my chief will be, uh, you know. Who's tight? I have a tighter end. I don't know what she's going to call it, but it's going to be uh, it's going to be a Taylor Swift gem when she screws up life with uh, Travis. And then uh, Chiefs fans, I wouldn't I wouldn't like this. This is a distraction. Everybody's seen this movie when they you know they start winning, and the next thing you know, one of the star players starts dating a crazy. It's the natural, yeah, the natural. the beautiful lady that becomes the the distraction. The She's the siren in the water. It's 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 as old as Greek mythology, and you know you get you get into the 
Homer's Odyssey and things like that. You see the sirens in the water that distract you from your goals. And the next thing, a woman will ruin it. It's a goddamn Bible for crying out loud. It's Adam and Eve. Things were fine for Adam when he was alone. Pulled a Trouble rib out, brewing. made a chick, and within a couple days, she's eating apples and chatting with snakes, and everything's wrecked. Now we got to wear pants. <laughs> so first thing Adam probably said, what'd you do? Now we got to wear pants. Anyway. Yeah, and that's just, that Christopher's right. Says that, that team scores 70 points, and ESPN can only talk about that beanpole broad that looks like Na- Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> in drag. She does. She looks just like Napoleon Dynamite if he was kind of a pretty girl. I don't. I, someone has to explain the Taylor Swift thing to me. I thought we were into like thick chicks now. <laughs> what happened? I like a fit woman. I'm going in between on yeah. that because I'm. I like a fit with big fake cans. I, I think that's the way we go. That's the modern hot. I don't like the big diaper butts the Kardashians are toting around. That doesn't make sense to me. I don't. That doesn't appeal to me. <laughs> but I like a fit. A fit girl. Big fake cans. That's what we should be fantasizing about. Not, not this. Porn never has Taylor Swift looking. Oh, God. A huge fastback. Yeah. And she wears those grim. You know, if the women who are embarrassed of their butts wear those bathing suits that are. That's what her. I hate it. Explain it to my friend John Sharpnick yesterday. We're talking about it. He's a, he's a, he's a Swifty. I don't get it. Like, he loves her. Like, explain it to me. What, like, how? And he goes, she's not that hot. No, she's good. And no, I don't get it. And it just proves to me that this overhype of uh, Travis Kelsey being the most interesting dude in the world and hilarious. and He's just not that interesting if this is his chick. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, that's a man. full-on fastback. Brett's got a picture yeah. of her up. Why is she dressed like Freddy Krueger? I don't know. I don't get it. No. She looks like the before of a movie where the girl who can't get the guy... You know, oh, like, and yeah, then they yeah. doll her up, and then she's kind of pretty, and you're like, oh, I could see the homecoming king going glasses on, with her. on yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, put glasses. It's Sandra on. D. It is Sandra <laughs> D. Except for she could never turn into the. She could probably pull off the. Well, she could hoard up the hoard up yeah. thing at the end of Greece, but even still, it would still be that boring face. I don't get it. She puts me to sleep. But the album might be great. Super Bowl champs. It was a Kelsey fall. I'll tell you. Yeah, Kelsey fall, Mike. That's pretty good. That's not bad. Yeah, Kansas City Masterpiece, something like that. There's going to be something Casey Masterpiece. I think that she's going to go after it. Yeah, I never wanted to wear your ring kind of thing. I don't know. She's got something up her sleeve here with this one, and I don't get it. And, you know, Travis, go ahead. Swim in that cave that all those other celebrities have been in. That's good on you. I just don't understand it. But, yeah, 70 points yesterday were scored by the Miami Dolphins. 70 and all we're talking about here is Travis Kelsey boning that stick. That fastback. She's got a, she, she might, she's so, she might as well just have Louisville Slugger branded on the middle of her because she's <laughs> built like a bat. Five passing, five rushing touchdowns. You have there. 726 yards. And they could, have, they could have broken the all-time record for scoring in the Super Bowl era, which is 72. Because they could have kicked a field goal at the end, and they chose not to. They that was when they stopped. That's when they're like, "Oh, that's just rubbing it in." You win by fifty, yep. and you. There was eight minutes left when they scored seventy points. Unreal. And how about them Broncos? They're strapped to that terrible Russell Wilson contract. You know who might be the most evil, mad scientist genius in football? It isn't Belichick. It might be that Pete Carroll up there in Seattle. I don't know what he got. A king's ransom. 
for Russell Wilson. Russell owes him. And all time. he talked about the whole time was like, ah, oh, it's tough parting with Russ. This is not going to be easy. He sold him high, knowing something was never going to be the same about Russell. He can't play. Russell destroys a coach in 15 weeks last year in Nathaniel Hackett and is making Sean Payton look like he's never seen the game before. Although that was defensively not good either. They were a disaster. But 70 points, and that's when you take your foot off the gas. They could have gotten to 80. Do they make any moves on that game? What do you mean? Uh, the Broncos? Uh, defense or nobody's anything like getting, that? Well, if Sean Payton has to just like look to say, I'm firing all of you from your starting jobs. I don't know if you could, I don't know if there's anything to do. Yeah. Like it's your it's your third game. Oh, he was pissed. They played the they yeah, played the him. press conference yesterday. I'm watching and dude was not happy. And one of the questions was, "How do you feel?" And he goes, "I already answered that next question." He's like, "Well, I'm not done." He goes, "Next question." I'm like, "Ooh, Sean's gonna kill a guy." Ah, it was great. Sad Broncos fans. I got an email again. This one says, uh, "says John, thanks for your uh, Steelers." For making it an interesting night last night. I can't tell you how happy it makes me to see Raider fans bitch and moan. It is a great feeling. And nothing to do but bitch and moan about themselves. Eh. That little fat turd coach you have. That Josh McDaniel. That little fat turd. little fat face. I hate him. Passionately hate him. I hope Vegas eats all of his money and he ends up walking the streets. And I hope he becomes a degen gambler that can't ever function. Hate him. But his little fat face on TV yesterday looking all smug. I was loving every second of them losing, getting trounced. Jimmy G, I'd still hang out with Jimmy. I, Jimmy Garoppolo is somebody that you definitely strap strap on with. And, well, that's, that was poor. I was going to say. I, I, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean I'd strap on with Jimmy G. Although, you know, in a, you never know. Depends on what else is going on in that room. If he's like, Holmberg, grab the strap on. I'm like, all right, Jimmy G. He's a good-looking guy. For you <laughs> and these other people you've brought to the room, I think I, I think I should just listen to Jimmy G. Even yeah, when like he's him. dancing for his life. <laughs> yeah, yeah he was, it was great. They hadn't given up a sack all, in the first two weeks. They gave up a lot, just five of them yesterday. That was fun. So, yeah, sad Ravens, sad Cowboys, sad Broncos, sad Raiders on the same day. And Brady would say sad Notre Dameers. Sad South Bend today. Yeah, people happy that Deion Sanders took one in the trunks on Saturday. It was just a, a good day. Yeah, Notre Dame was sad and Ohio State was loud and happy. Ah. Football week. I don't know about happy, but they're happy for the win. Hey, you got the win. You should be happy. That's a good team. That wasn't you guys only like winning seventy to three over schools that have like eleven people's going. There. But you know how you have the, with your uh, Matt Canada situation. With oh, you don't like players. your coaches, yeah, and you shouldn't. Yeah. That guy can't coach to save his ass. He's just loaded with talent. They don't need a coach at Ohio State. They never have. I Woody built up a program, and you and I could coach it. Those kids know what they're doing, and you're playing garbage. You got everything, yeah. money, <laughs> rules. You got it all. It's, and, it, and people, for some reason, have a desire to Sorry, visit Ohio. Movie stars. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's the Beverly Hills of college. <laughs> Until you actually go there. No offense, Brady. And then you realize, does anyone have a weed eater in this town? Uh, it's 6.15. Let's get a wake-up song for Miguel Cassian, our, ma- our rando winner from the guest attempt. Uh, NewACUnit.com, guess the temp game. He looks normal. And I get a lot of emails from him. So I got to go back and kind of go through and ensure there weren't, there aren't any where he's lost his mind or like in the middle of the night started to tell everybody who's going to kill we'll Profile him a little bit. <laughs> going to kill Brady or something. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> the crossed up pistoleros on his. And I understand you lost a friend, but hopefully Miguel's normal. Hopefully, hopefully he's okay. But I do recognize the name. So he's been around for a long time. He deserves it. 
Uh, give us that wake up song. 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 KUPD. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Oh, a happy day, Brady, a happy day. You can feel it in the air. Your bungles play tonight. Maybe knock the Rams down. Finally put a win in their column. And the only they, person they in the room... They have to. They have to, because otherwise they're screwed, screwed. 0-3 is not a good start. 17-game season. You can throw away all those stats about what 0-3 means. Because you do have an extra game to make good. That Bengals team's too good to be 0-3. Something is wrong if they're 0-3 at the end of tonight. I think they'll win. The only person in the room that uh, doesn't have football to lean on is you. Yeah, come on, basketball. Yeah, you can't wait for the spring training. Yes. Oh, yeah, baseball's right around the corner. The end of baseball. Fall ball's about to start. If you haven't, I don't, I, I don't even want to tell people about this. But if you haven't been uh, to fall baseball, you haven't lived. It's the, old, it's the way spring training used to be. Now, spring training is just a ridiculous uh, S show of parking and money and like they're just robbing you to watch guys practice it's it's ridiculous and the prices got to $80 a game for spring training I'm like they're practicing practice we talking about practice fall ball is still like six bucks to get in eight bucks to get in uh, parking is usually free it might charge you a buck or two and uh you know it's a couple thousand people no big deal and you're watching like real prospects play for something grinding yeah it's like three weeks long and it's the best it's right around the corner that weather you can feel it it's like right here a couple more weeks fall ball stuff so if you're a Bears fan like Brett, you got that. Uh, Miguel Cassian, our rando winner, found out when I said Miguel Cassian is our rando winner. He's on the phone right now. We're calling. Is he there? Miguel, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. How are you, man? Uh, better now. Yeah. How How about this morning? This is. Uh, I get the email. He said, no, "Holy!" It just basically, "Holy!" I won. And then you told us that the Pistoleros, Cross Pistoleros, was for your brother. I'm sorry for your loss, but that did put us off a little bit. As a rando, we don't like seeing gunplay as our first uh, introduction to the person. But I've I've known you on email. Yeah, we've gone back and forth a couple times in those uh, Super Bowl squares a few years back. That was the I think that's how I kind of met you. That's right. You sold me some fraudulent Super Bowl squares a few years ago, and then and then took a hundred dollars from me, and then I never heard from you again. I remember it a bit differently. <laughs> What'd you do it, with the money? Yeah, paybacks a mother. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. Like, yeah, you. So there's a few. I went back and found the texts from you, and uh, the one I liked the most was back in uh, 2020 in July, or emails, I guess. It says, uh, "What if the only way you bang her is if your sister gets involved?" So I don't know what we were talking about. You were fully invested, and <laughs> in, I really enjoyed how you thought of that. But, uh, yeah, you just found out this morning you're going to Vegas with us. What should we know about you, Miguel? What, what about you uh, should scare us or make us comfortable with you getting on our set jet flight to Vegas? Uh, never been on a private jet, so that'll be a first. Yeah. Been to Vegas a few times, but uh, never got arrested, never got into anything crazy. I just gambled. Right, and I zillowed your house. You're doing okay. Very nice place. Uh, you're looking good, so I wanted to make sure you weren't some. You know, going to be borrowing money from us the whole time. You seem to be on your feet. Yeah, I kind of have to right now, but yeah, no. Unfortunately, the girlfriend was next to me when you guys decided to broadcast it on the air for the first time ever. So she's got to go. 
Uh, that's the way it's looking like right now. Even she looked at me when she heard the name. Boy, we see blocked him. I'm sorry. You know, I I assume they would have called you Saturday. I apologize. Now you got to. Tr- oh, and I can't even come up with a lie for you real fast. You're going to have to take her. Is she decent or is she fun or is she going to ruin it? Oh no, she's fun. She's uh, she went to Vegas last time and that was pretty fun. She's still next to you, isn't she? Oh no, I'm on my way to work. Oh, okay, now. good, good, good. All right. Well, there you go. All right, good. And what do you do for a living? Uh, irrigation tech. Oh, that means you wander around in the middle of the night and scare the hell out of people. Awesome. Doing irrigation work. Yeah, I was supposed to do that this morning, but I was kind of uh, stuck listening to the show, so I was a little late. <laughs> all right, good. Well, that's beautiful. All right, well, we're going to take an irrigation tech all the way to Vegas, and uh, you're going to go see Shine Down. you got to see him twice if you want. You see him the night before here, and then again, you can compare the shows and see him Friday. Adam Ray putting you up at Resorts World, which is going to be awesome. And, of course, Set Jet flying you up in these beautiful private planes. This is all. Thanks for celebrating uh, our birthday with us. And uh, good thing. Have you ever been to jail? No, that I can say. Okay. Have you? Uh, <laughs> that was an odd way to answer that. <laughs> I can say. Yeah. That doesn't mean you should. No, because uh, <laughs> I, know, I know you guys were wondering about the uh, pistols on the sticker. Yeah. Uh, my brother's nickname was Strap. Okay. Because That's of, what that came from. But was it gunplay? Uh, no, actually. Okay, all right. I don't want to know. I, I feel. Bad. I don't want your. I don't want to air your family. We'll talk about it. On the yeah, plane. we'll talk about it on the plane for sure. But we yeah, saw the I'll first thing we saw was it. the guns, and you have a kid, yeah? I do. I have two. Okay, with the girl that's going with us. Uh, I have one with the girl that's going with us, okay. and then I basically took over the lease because uh, her dad left when she was little. Ah, okay. I got you. All right, I got you. All right. All right, so you're, you're knight in shining yes, armor. You are. You're kind of a you're a, you're one hell of a guy. It seems. All right. Well, we're looking well, forward to what. Yeah. Go ahead. What? Better than Captain Sabaho, like I've heard. Damn right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn right. Which you probably have a little bit of. But uh, oh, uh, any illicit drug use or anything we should know about? Do you know where to get Molly? Uh, unfortunately, yes. Okay. All right. We're, we're gonna. All right. I'm gonna save your number. We'll talk later. The cartel. Yeah. We got. Yeah. I have a feeling. Yeah. Just don't bring it with you, but. Uh, have have a contact ready for us. You're going to be the one we lean on for that. I know a guy. All right, Brett he's got a guy. Hey, Brett's got go. a guy. You got a guy. Miguel, Miguel I'm happy you won. Congratulations, and uh, I'm glad I was the one to let you know this morning. Now get to work. There's a lot of irrigating to do. Yes, there is. All I'm right. on my way now. All right, thanks, Rando. We'll talk to you later. Our Rando winner seems okay. He seems like a nice guy. Man, I'm going to drink so much Molly. <laughs> All right, that's, we're, we'll teach you. You're white. <laughs> All right. You are, actually. You won't know you're drinking, Molly, but it's going to be in your drink. Brady is going to be floating down the strip. It's going to be great. I can't. I, for one, can't wait to watch you drifting around. Everybody feels like flowers. It's going to be awesome. Molly Your eyes are rubies. Everything's better when Molly's around. Give me some more of them. Food tastes better? This could be dangerous. I've never done it, but I've read about it. And uh, aside from fentanyl, I'm very curious. I probably won't do anything because I don't like drugs, but I'm going to watch you do it and see how it goes. You're kind of my test dummy. No limits, man. That's right. Doing it all. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I'm convinced he's afraid. Uh, A couple people have fired over the Taylor Swift song, Fly Like an Eagle. She remakes that because Jason Kelsey plays for the Eagles. That would be good when she breaks up. Uh, Travesty. Dave Eggleston, like Travesty yeah. is a great one. I don't know if that's been going around the internet or if he did that himself, but Travesty is a great one. And then a lady named Marcy, who isn't my mom, said, uh, John Taylor Swift, I don't get the fascination either. In my mind, she's just a basic bitch. Her songs are lame, poorly arranged, but I do like that she seems innocent and her fans seem young and innocent. 
Uh, she's modeling role model qualities, wholesome and pure, but so many dicks. She does nothing for me at all, Marcy. Same. I'm the same way. And she does have that wholesome image, but all because uh, she's not like too slutty. She just dates, but she just takes pipe like crazy from famous people. I don't know. God bless her. God bless her. Bless the horror. (laughs) Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, another great thing that happened yesterday. I didn't know this uh, because I was listening on on the radio to this game. But when I got back, my friend Chris said the best thing about the Ravens losing is they had to listen to Beth Moens tell them all their mistakes. I guess Beth Moens called that game. Oh, Oh, the worst sounding voice in the history of broadcasting. Calling because sometimes she does Cubs games and I just don't watch. Like when I'm sitting there and it'll be like, go to the Cubs games. And if it's not uh, Shambi, and I don't like Deshays, but if it's not Shambi or, uh, you know, then Sutcliffe sometimes sits in there with John Shambi. Uh, Boogs. Uh, but sometimes you hear, welcome to Wrigley Field as we're ready to go for Cubs baseball. I'm like, oh, no, not watching this one. But nothing better than, than a sad Raven with John Harbaugh at the end saying, you know, should have gotten that call, should have gotten that call, you know. We give them we give them credit. Yeah, you give them credit. It's called a win. That's called the credit. You look in the in the score uh, yesterday, the next day. You see Indianapolis has one more win in their column, and you didn't get an extra one. That's the credit we give. So stop saying you give credit. You didn't do anything. You gave them a win, and then we should have gotten that uh, pass interference call. You shouldn't have been in a tie with the Colts, jackass. John Harbaugh's gonna have a lot to say about this one. The Ravens lose to the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, I love when Beth Moens makes even sadder Ravens sad. Oh, what a day. What a day. I took my uh, African friend Janny four-wheeling Saturday. How'd that go? You showed me a little clip of okay. that. <laughs> so, Broken Arrow in Sedona. You've been on it with Yeah. It's not a beginner's ride. It's not wildly difficult, but for people who've never been off-roading before, it can seem like there's a lot going on. You're not going there, are you? What do you mean? When oh yeah, oh yeah, air, yeah. I'm like, yeah, there's places you like you're going to go up that, right? Or well, that can I, happen. When I first took you that time, yeah. and we, we, you get to what looks like a wall. You're know, like that. We're going and now we're had, going around that, right? I believe we were with uh, Drew Thrill Ride. Yep. And he went before us, and you watched that thing, and you went amazing. I'm like, yeah, it looks like a wall. Because I remember the first time I went real four wheeling was with my buddy Drew, and his crew, and one of the guys had a homemade car. Out of old Willie's parts, Jeeps and stuff, and he had a, a like a cool cattle dog that just rode in the back seat and leaned. He knew what to do, and this was no like this was on Terminator and people four wheeling. No, that's no joke. Like that's legit stuff. He drove up to this thing and he goes, "You can't do this. You don't have thirty sevens." I'm like, "Can't do what?" And I thought we were parked next to a wall, and suddenly he's putting the front of his Jeep against the wall, and I'm like, "Huh?" This thing starts climbing it. And it was a rough climb. But he did it. He's on top of this rock. I'm like, how do you get down? He goes, I don't know. And they just worked his way back down. But they cl- it, the stuff you see, and my heart's racing. I still get butterflies sometimes when you feel the tire slipping. And, the, you know, it, it's you still have a few moments, even on Broken Arrow up there. So in Broken Arrow in Sedona, Janny, first thing, we hit a few bumps, and it gets a little bumpy and laughing and having fun. And Janny turns to me and goes, we used to do rides like this in Africa for 18 hours. <laughs> like what roads like this is no more in africa oh well you know you're gonna see some of the 
The bumpier. This is just the road to it. It's a little rough. Oh, you stopped us. The only difference is now I don't have a chicken sh- all over me. I'm like, oh, yeah, that we don't have chickens in the car. What are you talking about? We also don't have to worry ever about lions. That's right. We shouldn't have to worry. Do you want to turn around and go back? This isn't going to be any fun for you. Are you missing the old days? Dude reverts back to pure Africa. We're going over some of the tougher stuff. Some of the climbs where I've seen people cry. He stands up on his seat, gets out of the top of the car. He's riding on top. (laughs) I'm looking at him like, get down here. He goes, I'm okay. I just make sure you're okay. He's giving me guidance. Johnny, you're good. From on top. Like all those pictures you see in National Geographic where there's Africans on top of the car. That was him. He got out and rode on top. Like, sit down, and then he put his legs over the windshield. He wasn't laughing. It was where he, see- he sits there. I'm okay. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm scared to death. I'm going to kill you. Like, we're litigious in the States. You guys fall off, get eaten by a lion. Nobody knows. There's millions of you. It's fine. You're good on the right side, John. I'm like, okay, thanks, Jenny. Are you having any fun? This is amazing. You're a great driver. <laughs> like, I am a great driver. You're an amazing passenger. He'd just rather be... Uh- loose so he could bail out of the car rather know. than being strapped in, I guess. No idea. I'm playing the theme to Lion King. You're the... Well, he's riding on top of the car. Pink <laughs> Jeeps are going by like I've never seen anything like it. You take an African four-wheeling. They go right back home. We have been on buses. I'm like, you took buses? Oh, we take our buses over this type of road. Over like the devil's staircase? Oh, not that bad, but yes, sometimes there is a cow on the bus. The, and then he starts telling me, you need to come to Africa with me. I'm like, you, no. We, we're going to have a coup in about three weeks. Then I'm going back. You're going back right after the coup? Yes. I'm not going with you to Africa. Man. Last time he invited me to Africa. You come back to the village. They will love you. They will wake you. The guy gave him a bunch of KUPD shirts, and he took them. And I get a bunch of pictures of guys in the village wearing KUPD stuff. This is right before we have big festival. The festival was amazing. And K- look, KOPD shirts. I'm like, yeah, I know, I see them. And they are wait, and then we killed the cow. And we like, hold on, what? They didn't pre prepare the food? No, we killed the cow right there. And then we, sh- we prepare it. And you would love that. They would make it special for you. No way. You won't even eat our food trucks, are let you alone this. me? I'm not eating in Africa. And I'm I like, eat that. It's out of the food truck. And I'm like, where's the closest Ritz Carlton? He goes, you are so funny. I'm like, I am not. Now you're the only one laughing. Like that's, I'm, I need some five star service. Where's my yurt? Where's Hotel Rwanda? Because I don't think that's going to happen there twice. And in the movie, it looked pretty nice. He's very close. We can walk. I'm like, well, not your walk. So he's riding on top of the car. He's going. And last time he invited me to Africa, he goes there. He comes back. He goes, it was amazing, amazing. You have missed a great trip. And I'm like, I don't want to go. And he goes, the only problem is the rebels were very close. And the day after we leave, 13 of the tribesmen were killed. Wait a minute, what? Rebel invasion. And I'm like, and I, how, how, you missed that by how many days? Three. And you want me to go back with you. But they got a good party before that happened. So while he's telling me that I should go to Africa sitting on top of the Jeep, it was crazy. I'm still, well, there's this one thing. You go over it. It's like Chicken Point, and then there's this little climb. In Sedona, it's it's a it's a harrowing climate. It, you can't see a thing. And as the driver, knowing it, it's now I can do it. But I still get a little butterfly that if I miss that tire and slip, I'm not good enough to correct this. We're going. Get that mushroom rock. 
The, the mushroom wrap, you go around okay. twice, and then it's right next to it. You, yeah. yeah. And then you go up one side, and da- the going down thing's kind of interesting. Going up it is Blind. complete blindness. Yeah. Well, not when Janny's sitting on the roof. You got a better viewpoint. <laughs> Which is, and I'm nervous. The whole, like, I'm still nervous. I've done this thing a thousand times. I'm still nervous. Sitting on the roof. We get up, one of the pink Jeep guys turns to me. He goes, you got to get that guy off the top of your car. <laughs> I go, no, I can't. He won't. That's dangerous. You know that's dangerous. This is no joke. I'm like, all right, look. What are you going to do? You want him to ride with you? So uh, he's riding along with me, and he says to me, he goes, this is amazing. Sedona is the most beautiful place I've ever been. And he goes, you know what is great, though, is that we never have, like in Africa, you go on these roads, you would have to worry about lions. And he goes, but John, you never have to worry about lions. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, they don't want to eat you. Just don't mess with their food. And I'm like, I had no intention in my life of messing with a lion's food, ever. You come to Africa. I'm like, and so I said to him, I said, how, how often are you seeing lions when you're there? Because as a kid, yeah, every day. Every day you encountered lions. Yes. But you don't have to worry about that. I'm like, miserable. I were, I'm like, the rebels, the lions, the slaughtering of the cow, uh, the, like the flies. And a couple of diseases. Right. All those Africans that I don't know. And then, yeah, and then he goes, but you don't have to worry about lions. They are, they are everywhere, like house cats. Like, they're not house cats. And then he says, what you have to worry about, though, is the hippo. I'm like, yeah, that's true. I know about that. They kill, they kill more people than anything. And I'm like, right. He goes, and mosquitoes. I'm like, well, we'll take care of that. He goes, but the hippos. I'm like, well, okay, so lions are every day. How often with hippos? Every day. <laughs> every day you encounter the two most dangerous animals. Well, yes, because you have to go to the pond to get the drinks and the water and the clear... So the hippos live in it. Sounds like a Lizzo concert. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's it. He goes, and you know, because he goes back and forth now to the second most. He wants me to go with him to Cartagena because he was there for two weeks. He's got a chick. He's got, he knows the mayor. He's building a school. So now he's got to go back and forth to, I know. Cartagena. Cartagena. What are you in? Romancing the stone now or something? I I I basically. You're going to have to worry about hippos again (laughs) down there. And that's what he said. And that's what they have. Escobar's hippos are everywhere. But they have me. I know what to do around the hippo. They have no clue. I'm like, okay. So he's talking about, you know. And so I go there, and the second day I am there, I met the mayor. I'm like, you met the mayor of Cartagena? Well, yes, I had an idea. Janny, I've lived in Phoenix since 1983. If you said to me, John, you've got 24 hours to meet the mayor, it dawned on me right then and there, I don't know where to go. Do you? In Cartagena? <laughs> Here. In Phoenix. Oh, yeah. all right. I'd, I'd head downtown. <laughs> I'd just drive around downtown and start asking, you guys know where the mayor is? I wouldn't know. He met the mayor on purpose of Cartagena. Not only that, shook hands with him and has a deal to build a school. He's building one in Mexico. He's building one in Colombia. So we have that going. I have to go back every once in a while to make sure that we are doing the right thing. Very philanthropic. But I can't imagine the mayor of Cartagena is on the up and up. Very good. And then they have got the Escobar. They have his hippos. His drug hippos. That's right. You should come with me. Never. I took you to Sedona. You take me to Cartagena and meet the mayor? I'm not getting involved in that. I've seen Locked Up Abroad. I know how it starts. The white guy always gets tossed in the joint. It's like a, a horror movie. Black guy dies first. Drug movie, white guy gets thrown in jail first. The black guys always win that one. <laughs> you come with me. I'm not doing it. What kind of selling points are those? If there is no coup, you would be fine. That's a huge if. If there is no coup. You'll be there one time. 
Three days into it. We have to leave. We've got now. to go because of the coup. The mayor is no longer I, mayor. I, I, I warned you that there could possibly be a coup. Yes, and that's why I didn't want to come in the first place. And he kept saying, we've got to get you to come with me to Sudan. South Sudan, you would love it. I'm, like, I, I'm telling you, this is never going to happen. What would it take to get you there? I'm like, you would have to drug me and hit me in the head and knock me into... I'd have to be Nathan Sutherland's girlfriend and then wake up in South Sudan and go, ah, oh, crap, it happened. The only way I'm going. And he just won't take no for an answer, but he's hilarious. Like, he's the most upbeat person I've ever been around. I've never in my life... And I want to take him to the really rough stuff off Table Mesa and see if he gets on the roof again. I wish I was kidding. And we joked about it when I said I was going to take him up there Saturday. We joked around. He did exactly what I thought. I, other than having a safari uniform on and a shotgun. Should have brought one. He just, like, the gods must be crazy. He just sat we up on top. We can fix that on the day. Exactly. Oh, and then another thing. You get out and walk around. I look around like, where'd he go? He's about halfway up the mountain. Juniper Pia! How did you do that? We just got out of the car. I'm a very good hiker. Yes, you are. Well, lost one. So we end up going halfway up this mountain. And I can keep up with it because it's good to have someone who is in decent shape. Most of the people I do things with cannot keep up with. I'm like, trust me, this is all I got. I'm giving, I'm, I'm redlining with you right now. Let's get back on top of the car. No. Let's strap up with seatbelt. Comes back with a javelina. Stand we up. have lunch. I didn't know taking the top off the Jeep was going to result in him standing the entire time. He, you know what he treated it like? You know that thing in uh, Disneyland where the you just go through and shoot the fake hippos and the... In the jungle safari? Yeah. It was that. It was just a Disneyland ride. He felt zero danger. Meanwhile, I've got his life in my hands while he's hanging on top of my car. This is amazing. I only wish that we could kill a pride of lions and take her back. He told me a story that when he was a kid, he thought it would be a good idea to kill one of the lions himself. Him and his friend. We were six. Five or six. And, we were, and think about your kid, Brady. Think about... Kirby at 15, barely able to tie her own shoes or function as a human being. Truly. Like most 15 year olds, I, I couldn't. I'm not bashing Kirby. Almost all of them in America are useless. Five, six years old, he's out hunting for the for food. And me and my friend were like, these lions were close, so what we did was cut the head off of the mayor. You did what now? We cut the head off of the mayor and we were going to bring it back. He was eating our cows. And we were tired of it. The girls were they We had to... You kill him and the ladies will leave. So the women were coming and eating their cows and stuff. The lady line. Yeah. And so they went and beheaded the male line. Like, head of the pride. Kill it first? Yes, we, we killed it first. And then we took its head off and we brought it back to the village. And so we got it. And they said, Jenny, you are stupid. You have not brought hyenas to us. Because of the blood trail from carrying a lion's head all the way back. Like, what kind of... What kind of mother adventure am I on here? These are st- I can't compete with these stories. There was a roach in the bathtub the other day. It was still alive. It took me 35 minutes to get it into the toilet. He was on his back, and every time I'd touch it, he'd twitch a little. I'm like, <laughs> and I'd leave the room for like 10 minutes. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Janie's hand-cutting a lion's head off. Yeah, the closest thing, I, I buried an antelope's head for my dad's hunt in Colorado. He brought it back, and... You bury the, the head? You bury the head, and it, it, uh, all the things eat it, and two months later you have a skull. Oh! That's gross. It, Sounds wonderful. And you did that in Ohio? Yeah. Did you cut its oh. head off? 
No. No, no. See, and Janie yeah. did that with his hands in a rock to a lion that was three minutes earlier alive that he walked up to. Torp did the cut. That's neat. A little bit serial killery for a kid from Columbus, but not if you're in Africa. So, if you run into my friend Janny today, he had a hell of an adventure on Saturday that, on his list of things that are fun, probably fell into the top 100, but barely, barely breached 80. At six, standing up. Please sit down. This is called the Devil's Staircase. This is probably the the most harrowing part of it. Okay, get off of the top of the car. No, you don't ride up there. Why not? It's a better view. Sit down. The whole time, my Jeep just ding, ding, passenger seatbelt unbuckled. I'm like, tell me all about that. He's not going to ever buckle up. Your seatbelt, it constricts you. You cannot see. I'm like, I know. It keeps you in the car in case I lose it. You will not. You are a great driver. <laughs> you don't know that. I don't even, I'm not, like, I don't have that kind of faith in me. I'm all strapped up. I got a helmet on just in case. It's amazing on a right car on that is designed to do that. Where he's like, I, I did it on a school bus. <laughs> I can do it on a school bus. Yeah, they got a bluebird rolling around Africa for eighteen hours with chickens and cows <laughs> all over him, and uh, on a road like that. Oh, this is nothing. And when we get to the climbs, he goes, "We do this in a bus. You did this in a bus? Yes, probably not as well. Yeah, because it's a bus. We had to get people from our village to another place. Eighteen hours." Maybe go seven, eight miles an hour for 18 hours. Yes. You're an insane person. It is great. It's the most beautiful place ever. No lions. I get to ride on top of the car. And I wanted to ask him, how can people are always riding on tops of cars? You get a better look. You fall off, though. No, you don't fall off. Like, we can't even let our kids can't even ride in pickup trucks anymore. There's laws against it because our dumb... American dumb fat kids bounce out of pickup trucks on flat paved roads. This guy is on my car. I want to stand on top of the on top of the car. Don't stand on the goddamn roof. Look at me, I'm surfing. All right, his balance is amazing. The pink jeep guy wanted to hit me. I bet you've got to get him off the top of your car. Like I tell me how. Strap him in. I think that I don't think that looks good. I don't think a white guy in the middle of the woods tying a black guy to something is a good look. Got to get him off the car. I think it was giving people in his car ideas. Well, if he can stand up, certainly we can stand up. You look to your right. You see a some sort of Zulu warrior riding on top of a Rubicon. This is no good. We, we, we frown on that at the old pink jeep tours. If you're getting the idea of pension, I'm not seeing any Africans in my uh, tour group here, but. Please don't ride on tops of the cars like that. Look at a Negro warrior sitting on top of that car. <laughs> They're native of this land. Probably gonna start, we're going to avoid that black Rubicon for a little while. It's going to start chucking rocks at us or something. Not really trusting what's going on over there. He hated it. You could have done some funny skits to the Pink Jeep Tours. Here they come. Yeah. And there you are stringing Janny oh. up. And he stole my yeah. cattle. <laughs> <laughs> you are the man I have been looking for for hours. I just loved it. We're getting on it. Everybody's on. All right, everybody, step out of the tour vehicle. We're going to show you Chicken Point here. And I'm waiting to get out of the car. I get out. I was the last one out of my car. you got to get him off of that. <laughs> I know. I don't know what to do. That's dangerous. He was mad. You're making a mockery. And then he tells the rest of the group. And I said, uh, I said, uh, uh, you make everybody more comfortable when you, you, know, you see the tour group go by. And he goes, my favorite thing to do while I'm out here is watch yahoos like you roll over. 
All right. Thanks. Nice to see you. Thanks, Jeep guy. He was hot dogging. I wasn't hot dogging. My African was. You're African. I had an African. And if you look to your right, you see submarine rock with a goddamn African riding on top of the I told you to get him out of The man in the pink car is very unhappy with us. I think there is going to be a coup. I don't know about the coup. Every time I see a face like that within days, there is a coup. These Canadians can never keep inside the car. I don't know what's going on. And if you look to your right, uh, you'll see that we've ditched that uh, Rubicon with the African on top. And I think we can all agree that this maniacal Negro devil ball that's been playing all (laughs) over this thing is now finally over. Yeah, it was he did not like me. A pink I like just, yeah, he's <laughs> like you when you rolled over. Yeah, oh yeah, he wanted me to roll over and kill him. <laughs> I like it when yeah, it was like you roll over. Okay, thanks. Have a nice trip. I'll tell you to be safe, but you go ahead and try to kill me in my African hood ornament. Anyway, so if you ever if you see Janny or anybody today and you think it's a good idea to go, and it was his idea. I had never been four wheeling before. Well, he's never actually been in a four-wheel drive before. Just buses, bluebirds. He's taking gompers up and down massive trail. So I, it learned me something that I you don't really need to spend the money on a four-wheel drive. Just get a bluebird and start tooling around. <laughs> now I kind of want to try it, though. All that money you spent on that, Ruben. <laughs> I, all the, I got the Dana 44s up front. I got the different... Uh, you saw that one guy one time with the Prius? Oh, sure. The dude, well, Schnebley Hill was the greatest thing ever. I saw a <laughs> rental Prius. Just beating, he was pretty far up. beating the sh- out of that thing. I went up Schnebly again, and since the rain over the winter, that is no longer that is no longer for a moderate ride. You thought it was bad before; it was. It is a rough, rough ride now. It's not a hard one; it is rough, but it's beautiful. It's worth it. And of course, Jenny can tell you he got a bird's eye view from on top of the jeep while we drove up Schnebly Hill. Crazy! Look at this sunset. Yeah, I know. No lions. This is heaven. There weren't any lions. That was his big takeaway. So, yeah, take an African on a ride, and uh, you get a different perspective on how soft we actually are. And by the way, today, in honor of Janny, when your kids get into the car, don't strap them up. Let them float around like we used to have to do in the backs of the Oldsmobiles. Let, it, let them live a little in the car. Why, why you got to safety them up so much? Bubble wrapping them and seatbelts. I learned yesterday seatbelts are for suckers, or Saturday. It, it, if you have a little confidence, you'll be just fine. And he had more fun than I've ever had in a car in my life. That's for sure. <laughs> it was, it was, it was a, I want to go again. I'll just say that. Uh, and then the other thing, speaking of hippos and stuff, did you see that lady that pulled into her driveway? Was that in Florida? And that uh, was, alligator was eating somebody right in the. That lady in, in yeah, the Yeah, right? right? half lady. a woman Old inside woman of her in Florida. There's another place I don't want to go. Alligator spotted with human remains in its mouth by a lady just driving by. It's a 13-foot-long uh, alligator. And a lady named, uh, well, a guy named Jamarcus Bullard. I'm guessing he drove by and goes, what the f*** <laughs> going on? Hey, that a bitch. Jamarcus, stop. What is that? There's some old white woman getting hit up by an alligator. Uh, he said he saw the alligator and a corpse in the water Friday. Threw a rock at it. See if it was a gator, and it pulled uh, the body like it was holding the lower part. 
And then, uh, you know, just walking by, sees this half a body inside of there, and like, yeah, that's definitely an alligator eating somebody. Oh, jeez, excuse me, he's cussing still. 13-foot, uh, 8-and-a-half-inch male gator. And they took it out and then killed the gator. What was he doing wrong? Well, they had to get the body. Why? It's already done. What difference does it make? Yeah, I know, but... No. That's a terrible, terrible thing. You walk by gator, I guarantee you, in Africa, after hanging out with Janny all week, when a hippo eats one of them, they don't go kill the hippo and get it back. It's just, you know... Yeah, Sabrina Peckham yeah. in Lu- his mouth. Lual shouldn't have been so close to the hippo. It's his fault. So they said, yeah, they had to... Hum- and then the thing is in the story that they say they humanely killed... How is that a sentence or a phrase? It was humanely killed. Really? Because pretty much to me, killing's always inhumane. They said a blessing before they shot it. (laughs) They made it so it just went to sleep. But I guarantee you, he didn't think it was like a great gift. Well, thank you so much. Oh, you're going to kill me humanely. What a wonderful day. So they took it out, and they're going to do an autopsy to determine the cause of death. I'm guessing. 41-year-old Sabrina. Alligator. I'm going to save you some cash here. Cause of death, alligator. We better do an autopsy and make sure she didn't have a heart attack first. No, pretty good chance she had a heart attack. Second, that alligator got hold of her. Could have been COVID. (laughs) She would have been wearing a mask. Exactly. She would have been fine. Sleeping by the old watering hole. Jamarcus said, uh, I walk by the water every day to go to work. Are you going to keep doing that? Uh, f- no, because <laughs> he's smart enough to realize. Oh, that's where that's where that old lady got eaten. So yeah, forty-one walking along the uh, banks of a alligator lake in Florida. Full well knowing alligators are in there, and you get eaten. The alligator shouldn't get killed. Period. That's it. You got too close. Now, if there's an alligator in your garage, and you go to get in your car, and the next thing you know, you're getting eaten by an alligator. All right, that alligator committed a crime. That's a breaking and entering. It's the same as anybody else. Like, if you're in my house and you eat me, then you should be punished. But if I go to your house and you eat me, uh, you stood your ground. That's how I look at it. Isn't stand your ground law in Florida? Isn't that where it started? Wasn't the alligator just standing his ground? That might be the problem. That the uh, Sabrina wasn't holding her end of that deal. What do you mean? She could have been hammered or drunk. Right? Yeah. So why in the world does he get killed? They do that every time a mountain lion chows down on somebody, which is rare, but they when it happens... They should have just said their usual thing, we're relocating that gator. <laughs> right. To heaven. Gator heaven. No, you don't have to kill it. What are you going to do? The world's got... Ain't no room for it here. <laughs> well, this one eats people. And we must be delicious, because every time an animal eats us, we kill it so it doesn't get back to the others. It has a taste for human flesh now. Like, how good are we, honestly? We must be delicious. 13-footers. <laughs> well... You know, when I was a kid and we were going to Naples, yeah. spring break, the golf courses all had a feel that anything over eight feet was relocated. Oh, really? They would take it to move the it. Okeechobee. To a farm. So you can only do that so many times before you got... Yeah, you're going to have billions of big ones. So do you think if you would have been eaten by one, your parents would have wanted you back? I don't want to see that. Want the gator back? No, they're going to kill it and get you out. Like you said, you get the body. Oh. We need to recover that for it. It's going to come back. It's not going to look the same. Yeah, uh, it's closed casket. I mean, you know, <laughs> oh, I, would you think? Think so. <laughs> I would think so. 
I mean, did the alligator go back to you his friends know. and say, there was a human over by the shore. I removed it humanely. Oh, well, you're wonderful. I'm pretty sure what's in his belly. You don't want that back, but they're going to cut it up and give the pieces back to the family? So they get some ashes. Ashes? They have to burn it first. Who do you give the body to? The, the gator didn't burn it yeah, first. it goes to the family. Right. Yeah. Uh, what are they going to give him an arm, a couple yeah, toes? Yeah, what are you, with a shirt? Mean, you know, yeah. I wouldn't want it back. I don't well, have anything no, that di- I mean, you know, you think about buildings collapsing and all that, and they're finding, you know, still people, right. the families want the remains. Sure, sure. You want to know that they were in there. You know for a fact this is that she's in the gator. They've already identified her. It's not like they had a... They, it's not like they don't Yeah, know. we're pretty sure it's her. Yeah. Like when buildings collapse, and you're like, are they in there or not? There's still a chance you can find somebody in a little covey, some air, and they're alive. So it's a rescue mission. Sure, you want your remains, you want your final, but you don't want an alligator afterwards because pretty much when they were tugging those bodies out of the World Trade Center, they look like just bodies. You're getting a body. Yeah, and now they're just getting, you know, you still... gator chunks back? I don't... I like you, Brady, but if you and I are going and they're like, would you like the remains? No. The gator can have those. I don't know. We'll go and Brady's... still have to give the family their, their choice. Yeah, we'll do that thing where uh, they hang a suit. Like, I'll go to your funeral, and I'll pick out a suit from your closet, and we'll hang that up, and that'll be next to the casket. It's like in baseball, they hang the uniform. The uniform, the exactly. Yeah. That's what we'll do. We'll put up, put up Brady's hay batter, true hay batter uniform, <laughs> if you ever get eaten by a gator. The last thing I want is your chewed meat put back into a box. I don't want, nobody wants that. And the gator gut acid. Yeah, I don't think Kerba Derbs or Ronnie would want that. Do you want them back? If you watch it? No, oh, there goes Kirby. I don't know if I have a choice. Do I? Yes. Or do I, yeah, just dispose of it. it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see that. You guys do something with it. <laughs> okay. We got the body back. Oh, thanks. What do you expect me to do with that? Do you want us to send it to you? What, are you going to Amazon that to me? No, you keep it. Saving a lot of money on a casket. Just yeah. a little yeah, six good. by four inch box. Just a little Amazon box. Yeah, just throw yeah. it in there. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I need that. I can pretty much just put one of those crosses next to the lake and you get it. That's what we need to see. The white gator. The gator. The cross. <laughs> yeah, driving up to Sedona, you see those crosses on the side of the road, and you're just like, God, I wish they didn't do that. That area is bad. And there's, like, I don't like the ones with multiples. Is that Christmas tree still going? I didn't see that. I know what you're talking about. In the center of I it. I forgot about it. They do that all the time? Maybe it is only, you it know. It might be the holidays. In the next couple of weeks. Well, already people are going with their Halloween decor. My neighbors have gone nuts with Halloween decorations. That's just—it's just ridiculous. That's—it's too. Soon. Our house is—you got yours already going? Ronnie went to work this weekend on Halloween. Yeah, it's, it's like if this was Christmas and you were this early, it's too soon. I think it's way it's too seems early. like Halloween gets the exception for some reason. Oh, it's so dumb! It looks like garbage in front of your house. <laughs> Everything's garbage. All the paper the yard is hanging. It's, just, oh, it's all inside. Yeah, that's She's fine. put all the decorations. You decorate the inside of your house however you want, like a hoarder or something. But I don't care about that. But the outside is just blight. It just looks like dirt and garbage in your front yard. Like maybe a week with Halloween. But a month and six days, that's too That's too much. i got to look at these skeletons. Wake up every morning with that. No, Next look. week. got to be up, John. No, Getting that's October. too hard to get. Getting October. Who wants... Spider webs and cobwebs and dirt and sticks and skeletons. Sounds like a house in Maryville. (laughs) Exactly. Usually that's a crime scene. (laughs) I want to see that for 30 days. Ridiculous.
Although I will say, some of their they got that twenty foot skeleton. Now they got the, now they got pool. a twenty foot bride of that thing, and it glows. I, like and I thought to myself, well, if I didn't have to look for this for six weeks, this might be neat for like four or five days. I'm not in the Halloween spirit for a month and a half. Is this the opening weekend for some of these uh, haunted attractions? Probably. You put up Halloween lights and stuff like Me? that? Me? Yeah. No. I mean, I always have what the people think it's a Halloween decoration, but on my door it says, get out. But that's not how that's <laughs> true. That's just, I just mean that. But I fell for it a couple of times and ended up getting served by a process. And then the other thing I saw, and your, your buddy, uh, Dr. Tooth, was on this, and now it's happening. The Neuralink is, is going in. That Elon Musk's Neuralink is going in. And I don't know why people are not excited about this, but it's a little like it's a size of about a half dollar. They chunk it into people's heads who have had like spinal or neurological disorders. And uh, on paper, it can fix them. It can also go haywire and just electrocute your brain. But think about it. it. If you're Michael J. Fox, it's either the end. Why not try it? Or maybe it fixes this. Why not give it a run? The risk-reward to me is totally worth it. Back to the Future 4. They're worried more about also that it's, it's so linked to other things that there can be hacking. As a uh, professor of artificial intelligence uh, said, Neuralink can advance medicine uh, light years in one day. We can take everything we've always known about medicine and just throw it away. Because this thing can do all sorts of different stuff. Quadriplegics. The potential of it, yeah, right? Quadriplegics just... can start getting motion back, start working. Uh, the first human test groups are uh, per- paralyzed people who I guess are just like, yeah, what do I care? Stuff it in there. What's I mean, what's the worst that can happen? My head stops working. Uh, so they're already working on that. And they're breaking out how it Paralyzed literally... for 20 years. Re- now running <laughs> yeah, for gold. Be. It could be like an Olympic. Paris Olympics. Will they ban that from the Olympics? Because it's, uh, you know. Uh, alarming aspect uh, says it's like a, a, an episode of Black Mirror. Says the chip in someone's brain meets computer technology has access to their thoughts. That someone at home ah. home base. It can record your thoughts like an iPhone. I'm out. That is a little spooky. If but they, I don't think that's. If real. they can hack MGM, they're they're going to be point. able to hack this stuff. Some some moron with a MacBook Pro sitting at home. There was an episode of Black Mirror where they did have chips in your head, and it. It was. It made your head a TiVo. So whenever you're in an argument with somebody, go, no, it's not what you said. And you could rewind the the on TV. Like, here's you two minutes ago. See? And it was a. And then it would TiVo your whole day. So then you would have like a password. It's like a Netflix account. And then like your husband or wife could watch your day. Oh, nothing but fighting. Be nothing but fighting. I saw you looking at her ass. I'm like, yeah, well, I, I didn't know you were going to watch my day. Of course she's going to watch her day. Oh, it says the uh, Internet of Cybersecurity Risks and Privacy Breaches. Neuralink comes with one huge red flag is that we can be taken and it can start. It can be hacked and they can do whatever they want. Must kill Nordberg. Well, I don't know if they do the Nordberg <laughs> thing, but that's, that's essentially what Neuralink's original thoughts were was Reggie Jackson wore it. Yeah, that's the first thing I thought of, too. Is like, well, that's what Reggie Jackson had because I'm an idiot. Because when I read about Neuralink, I'm like, oh, for me to understand that, I have to go back to movies and TV Naked Gun had the first Neuralink I can remember, and that was when Reggie Jackson was going to kill the Queen. And thank God for O.J. Simpson, or uh, so much would have gone wrong, but when Nordberg got hold of it. But yeah, that was Neuralink for us dummies. You want to describe Neuralink to somebody, remember, 
When That's Reg- a hacking. And then, and then most people would like, Brett and I would be like, oh, yeah, Reggie Jackson was an angel. I forgot about that. <laughs> and then so he played for the Angels. Number 44 had to kill the Queen. and Very nearly did it. Lieutenant Frank Drebin knew. Anyway, that's my Neuralink experience, but that's real. And then it got hacked. Like his Neuralink was hacked. And wasn't it a watch? Didn't he? Neuralink there was just a watch, if I remember right. Which yeah, that might always have been. Right. It wasn't implanted. Yeah, as a massive baseball fan, it always baffled me that the Reggie would have that on during the game anyway. And why were the Dodgers playing the Angels back then in the first place? But we've so had Dodger Stadium. We're working with equipment that future. has that yeah. capacity to begin. I mean, like our cars. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, all of our stuff can get hacked. Yeah. Everything we're around yeah. can get hacked. Your your microwave, your refrigerator, that computer thing in your fridge can get hacked. Like there's all we we live with that constantly. So it's a matter of time before our thoughts are recorded. And I, for one, welcome it. You've never understood the darkness that lives inside of me, and now. I can paint that picture for you. Can you imagine? Like, hey, Brady, link up with me for a second. I want to show you something. Oh, my God. You're from hell. Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> you, Brady. Like ghost from Christmas past. <laughs> Why does it have to be so big? Because that's my dream one. What are you going to do with it? Don't open your mouth. Stop. <laughs> I'm going to beat you to death with it. It's a wiener. <laughs> Quit it. <laughs> oh, the thoughts. The thoughts. Yeah, that's a, that is dangerous. But if I was paraplegic, and the trade-off was we can read your thoughts, but you can walk again, would you do it? We can read all your thoughts, and we can record them on some sort of database, all of them. But you'll be up and you'll be up and about in about six months. You want to do it? To that baby elephant walk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be walking like a marionette for a couple of days, but I'm getting up. They don't have to use the machines anymore. No. Record my thoughts. Let's do this, Jethro. Be a set of, you know, all new thoughts. Yeah. Now, Brett, let me ask you, because you're a normal functioning human. All right. Let me know that I avoid Brady for this question. You're paralyzed. Yeah. They can fix it with a neural link. Right. But your dick doesn't work. Kill me now. Yeah, that's what I said. There's no reason. I there's no, no reason. reason to, there's no reason to walk around with a What am I going to do? Exactly. Well, why am, what am I walking towards? Yeah. I might as well be comfortable in the chair. You mean you can't fix me, but my dick will always be limp? Yep, nothing we can do about that. There, take your stupid computer and f*** yourself with it. I'm going to call Miguel and get those guns crossed <laughs> over. <laughs> that's right. Give me some pistoleros <laughs> in memory of Bert. So, yeah, Neuralink is, is happening. Like, it is... I thought we were a you few years away. You can make me walk, but you can't fix my junk. Yeah. Get that Neuralink. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can Not we, done yet. Keep can't working we on it. implant down here? Now, they could do more surgeries, but what if Neuralink breaks that? I, I, I wouldn't do it. Well, no reason to walk around. Like the, the, Half the reason you're in that depressed in that chair isn't because you're not mobile. I spend most of my time sitting down, too. So I'm not that much different than a guy in a wheelchair. The difference is if I want to get up, I can't. But if I could roll around and not be called lazy, I'd do it. But if you neuralink me, and but my dick still doesn't work, there's the only half the reason I only I get up is to walk into another room to tug it. I mean, that's really one of my main reasons of standing up. Yeah, you got to think of all the functional stuff like pooping, cleaning up, taking showers on your own, not having that dignity-free moment of somebody pulling the sack off of your side and pouring your poop contents into the toilet and. Mm. Yeah, see, Brady, there, there it is. 
Neuralink, please. <laughs> yeah, Neuralink me, man. If only to not have to take huge <laughs> and bags. Neuralink me. But it's right there. And I didn't know we were that close. But they show a picture of it. I'm like, we're that close? I thought we were just in the, like, the it's on, like, we've got the stuff to build one phase. No, we've got them. They're, it's a little photo of the thing. I got to call Dr. Goldteeth. Look at that. They've got it. It's done. Wow. Yeah. And a robot inserts it. We've, we've got, like, if you pay attention to what's going on in the last 10 years, uh, Waymo's, like, I, saw, I watched a Waymo break for a, a pedestrian that crossed against the light right here on 52nd McDowell. Like, a good break, too. Like, he was making the move, and then somebody shot up. Like, oh, my God. This, we should be so much more amazed at the Waymo's than we are. Driving around. And they're not people. Sunday drivers with Waymo's. <laughs> no, I'm all look. over them right here. <laughs> pass me. They're flying. Yeah, and they have no regard. Like, what I don't understand how Waymo works is the lagging yellow light. The left turn light. How does it know it can make it? Like, how is the calculation of what's coming? Because it, it was yellow, 52nd Street, McDowell. They're all over here. And 52nd Street, McDowell goes to make a left onto McDowell. And the light's green, and it had to wait. So it scooted out like it's supposed to. You know, like any, any of us would have done. Scooted out into the intersection and waited for traffic to pass. And there was a car coming. It wasn't that far off, but it was far enough. And it went. And I'm like, I'm not sure I would have made that decision. It was a little too close for comfort. But he did it. And then took off down McDowell. And I'm like, this is insanity. Waymo knows what he has under the hood. <laughs> Waymo's confident. Nothing. He's not going to hiccup. We are not that impressed with it. This Neuralink thing shows up out of nowhere. This is the Jetsons. Like, we're in it. We all seem sort of, nah. Nah. What do you... Neuralink. It's still weird see like driving by and looking in the I car next to you and going, who the Oh I damn, there's nobody it. driving. <laughs> it it baffles me. I think I'm the only one. I feel like a man from nineteen twenty. Because I'm the only one that goes, This is amazing. I follow him around for a little while. It's gotta make a mistake. It never makes mistakes. It's baffling. We had one deliver food. Something showed up. You got to go get it. The pizza thing. It boop, boop. And you go outside and there's a car with nobody in it. And you open the back and you take your food out and it goes away. They have those wandering all over Tempe. Little boxes that walk the sidewalks and go from apartment building to apartment building. Drop stuff off. You're walking along in Tempe. Get some breakfast over there. Just floats right past you. Like, what was that? Oh, it's a delivery man. It is? Where, when did I go to sleep and wake up in 3,000? In the year 3,000. We're in it. <laughs> I don't remember going to sleep and waking up to this, but here it is. And people like Trip Reeb, our boss, who's well into his golden years, doesn't seem phased by it either. And those are the ones that should be most afraid. Where's the Don Quixote's? trying to bash out the Waymos. Where's the old man that's standing in the road going, we got to stop this technology. They're gone. Have you seen these steamed engines? Yeah, they used to be afraid of movies. Like our great-grandparents were afraid of the demons on the screen. It ain't right stealing somebody's soul that away and putting it up there. You, you, you take a little piece of a man with every photograph you take. 
Where are those guys? I think I'm the one. I think it's me. I think I'm the Don Quixote. I'm scared to death of this stuff, but I do it. Waymo should we should be we should be all hailing the Waymo. It's amazing. Eh, just on the roads with us. Nobody asked me. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Nobody <laughs> asked me. You want some driverless cars out on the freeway? I'd have been like, are you f- kidding? No. Sure enough, eh, you didn't have a say. They're out there. We tested them. They're good. Never knew it. Neuralink right behind it. So if you're out there wheeling around right now, we might eliminate paralysis in our lifetime. Think about that. Don't care if my crank don't work. Uh, well, if your dick doesn't work, you're still yeah. paralyzed. You might as well not have a spine. Yeah. Yeah, to, uh, priorities a little out of order. There's a guy out there right now who can't get a hard on. Like, These guys are assholes. He's tying the noose right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Probably for the best. Yeah, I don't blame him. There's really no reason to be on the planet unless you got one. Don't give up. <laughs> <laughs> no, give up. Brady's wrong. If the dick, if the doc says the dick don't work, you don't. I'm holding on to medical technology. Someday we'll get this thing fired up again. Nah, it's time to time to shut her. Like when Brady knew Porkopolis was done, you just close, you just close it's the door. Time. Say it was a nice run. It's time. Porkopolis couldn't get a hard on anymore. Is basically what happened. Uh, Bert, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? Uh, it's wake up song time, and of course, it's brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. When we were, uh, you know, at sensitivity training on Friday before we went to our sensitivity training meeting, I jumped out on the bike and, uh, well, it's time to get that thing tuned up a little bit and get it ready for the fall. And uh, right now, going to Action Ride Shop, get your bike tuned up. Just mention KUPD, you're going to save yourself 10 bucks. Or if you just got some wrecked Huffy in the garage and you want to step up a little bit, all Santa Cruz and Kona bikes are on sale right now. ActionRideShop.com is where you're going to go. Or just visit the boys over there on Gilbert Road in Southern. They're going to take care of you. On the list, uh, we got The Who, uh, P.O.D.'s latest one, Slayer, Mastodon, Stained, Ozzy, Ghost, Audio Slave, uh, Rob Zombie, Feel So Numb for uh, Last Night's Show, Hate Breed Tool. That's right. That was last night, huh? Yeah. I went to Steeler Games, so I forgot. Did you go? Yep. How was it? It was, it was good. That was Alice Cooper. You know, I'm not into his music oh, that good, no. but he's a good performer. Yeah. At 75, the he's dude a showman. still brings it. I, I got to give it to him. Who won the night? You saw all four? Hung I saw three. I didn't see Filter. Okay. I was still in the parking lot. I'm biased because I, I love Ministry, so, okay. but Ministry was great. But uh, Rob Zombie, the, the screens and the stage the, the stage stuff that he had going on there yeah. was unbelievable. He's got the giant monsters. Oh, yeah. They around. came out. But I've never seen screens so clear on a stage. Than what Rob Zombie brought last night, but yeah. I gotta say, Alice was good performance wise. No kidding, he was really good. You'd never know he's seventy five. I know, I know, but it's the music. Yeah, you yeah that was the, the part music. that killed me. Yeah, that's really brought. Ronnie kept saying, "I wanted to go there." Why didn't you, you let her go? go? Yeah, well, I didn't know. You know, <laughs> you did too. You weren't you here. Weren't here. <laughs> <laughs> because the last time we went, you passed out. Well, that was because it was one hundred and twenty. It just. Came up, I'm like, well, you could have gotten tickets. I mean, <laughs> there was that pair for $700. Yeah, you could have kicked in. You'd have had to earn Boy, it, though. He yahooed his way out of that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. We're not going unless you give up a little ass. <laughs> Cass, grass, or ass. That's what gets you Nobody tickets. Rides Nobody's free. going to Cooper for free, baby. <laughs> I want a little stink stick for that. 
Mom, Brady, you make me sick. You ain't going. You're staying home. That's where a good woman is who doesn't give up the stink stick. <laughs> Brady wants to do a little... Gone. I want to do a little rough scrubbing. And if I ain't doing it, you ain't going anywhere. I like trailer trash Brady. <laughs> Why don't you get out over here and get that mouth to work? Maybe somebody, maybe Papa will get you a pair of tickets to a show you like. Oh, Mama wants to go to a show, huh? Make some stink stick. <laughs> you make stink stick, Daddy will get you some ticky tocks. Oh, the concerts you want to go to. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't know who's in town. My concert calendar lives right here, baby. I'll give you all the dates. Uh, crying like a bitch for the Broncos. I don't think they're crying like a bitch. No. I think they got treated like a bitch. Yeah. I mean, if anything, we should be playing bully for the Broncos. No. No, I don't want to hear no, it either, no. but I'm just saying, yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. I don't want to hear it either. Uh, the who? <laughs> you could play Feel So Numb because they played like oh they were my God. numb. Yeah, let's do a little post-concert for Zombie. A little All Feel right. So Numb sounds right. Feel So Numb's a good one. That's good stuff. Well, I'm sorry, Ronnie. You could have asked one of us. I guess Brady just didn't care to. Hey, good woman knows what to do to get tickets. Mine still smells like flowers and soap. <laughs> well, it helps if she would have said something. Sure. Like, yeah. Not to, the night, uh, not the day of. Like, to, when, I like to go on to that. Well, how did she find out about it? Well, how did it come up? Listen to that. Radio or oh, a big um, red radio. Yeah. Somebody and then the one guy him. had those um, tickets. Who? Uh, the, well, that was last week we yeah, talked about it, so yeah. she should have jumped on that. That's yeah, on her. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, without a stink stick reminder, it's like you're sitting at home with me, sister. Now we've got a solution. That's right. It's always a solution. It's always a solution. An <laughs> old stink stick. Make it happen, you get free tickets. Pay to play, baby. And I think there's a lot of people, Brett, that said the same thing like they they like zombie in ministry but they yeah. they want to see Alice because he's 75 this might be the last time he's you know he's I, not going to be doing it too much longer no but you would never know he's 75 i mean that Please he brought it i got to say it i got to say it good god i don't know how good it can be to that's like people telling me jimmy buffett was great live you got to go to the show i don't i have no did he do the ballad Oh, he's no. got that one slow song. It's a huge hit, too. I can't remember it. I tried to avoid Did all Zombie that. come up on stage on a song? No, or no. It was, no, he just. They just do an all-star jam? No. God, backstage had to look like the worst Halloween party ever. <laughs> <laughs> you got Ministry and Cooper and, yeah, good it's, Lord. It's not like Al Jorgensen's yeah. the uh, greatest looking no, guy in the world. No, he looks either. like a costume. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have to put anything on. You're like, you're the scariest mother back here. And then the dudes from Filter walking around going, we have made a mistake. <laughs> anyway, uh, Rob Zombie always puts on a hell of a show. Post-concert psyching rock right here. It feels so numb. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Just got an email from a guy that says, I've had some bad BJs in my life, John. Some real bad ones. 
But last night, Filter made all those BJs ten times better because they were horrible. But the other <laughs> bands were great. Ministry just played. Zombie was amazing. He said the same thing you said about the screens. Oh, it, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So now Alice Cooper put on a good show. He knows how to get a crowd into it. And I believe this was the last we'll see him. Is that a threat? Was that a peso pluma moment there? Yeah, sounds guy, like Chelino Sanchez on the uh, Alice um, Cooper. Chelino. <laughs> did Alice read a note at all during the show uh, last no, night? No. I'm a little worried about that. He did chop his head off, though. Anyway, uh, <laughs> did he at the end? He did chop he his did head the off. Guillotine, oh, yeah. That's cool. Still doing that. Yeah. People still marvel at it. It's like, hey, he's been doing this for 50 years. It's kind of. Yeah, everybody was kind of into it. I mean, what he does. Yeah, admit, when he did it in the 70s, that was like, oh my God. Horrifying. What the hell is this? But now it's kind of like, all right, well. It's the just timing finishing. of the show's good, too. Yeah. In the fall well, season. Well, Halloween. it's a little early. You guys are into well, Halloween. Zombies all about it. I know. Oh, that gets people excited. For Halloween? Yeah. I don't think that's why people went. Oh, yeah. It's like a spirit store. No, it's not Trans-Siberian <laughs> Orchestra for Halloween. It's just weirdos who like Halloween too much get think that Rob Zombie's there to entertain them and get them in the season. Just because your wife celebrates on yeah, September 20th. I was going to say, Rob Zombie does this in March. He's not into it for the Halloween aspect. Alice Cooper walks around in that stuff, too. You guys, you're into you, And your wife's mad at you. You better straighten that out. You're getting texts from her about how she, she told you several trouble. times. That's about on this. you, man. Yeah, that is on you. That's your problem, bro. <laughs> you take care of you. You didn't have your miracle ear in? Oh, yeah. No, knowing that she'd like to go to the concert, but never once was there. Uh, could you get me a pair of tickets? I'd there like we to go. go. But see, there's where you're going to get into trouble. Dig because, deeper. Yeah, if she's saying, oh, they're, they're coming to town, that'd be great. I like them. That's fun. And you didn't take it upon yourself to go, I'm going to go get her a pair of tickets. It's like the whole thing about wanting to want to take the trash out. I don't understand it, but that's a, that's a yeah, thing. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, you're in trouble. You didn't, you didn't. I do it all the time. Take the trash out? Mm, that oh. and... Uh, <laughs> oh, no, don't start leaning on how great you are. When you screw up, that's all gone. Yeah, don't go, I give you things. That's just bad. I just told her, everything's cool. Cue up, celebrate me home. Yeah. When I come home, how about a little stink stick to make up for this? You got a you got a lot of lip. You know what I'm saying? Throwing those labias together an awful lot, barking at me, put them to use. Yeah, you're, the reason you're getting yelled at and starts off, we're in the car, so she took time to text and drive. What a piece of! I can hear you. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure she was listening to "Celebrate Me Home" while she was texting you that too. It was going. The morning was going so good until yeah. that. I guess she wanted to go. Now the thousands of times she talked about the show, I wasn't listening. The f- do I care? I'm good to you. That's all you need to know. I'm good to you. She told you how much she wanted to go to that show without actually asking for tickets, and you didn't do anything about it. And then late last night told you, I would have really liked to go on to that. Well, you had your chance, sister. And now you're trying to lean on. I've Good got, luck. I got you tickets to plenty. No can't, stink stick for you. <laughs> you stink stick possibilities of like that, you know, the win percentage of like football games. They have that thing in the game. Like the win percentage just dropped like your stink stick possibilities are way low at this point. You're writing about 67, 70% Saturday on Stink Sticks for the show. Now, this whole... I'm good to you. I've given you things. Oh, boy. 1% possibility, and that's just because 
You're just both physically able to wrestle. You can fight a one percent in. Oh, you're gonna get you're gonna get punched. What are you gonna do? I'm rooting for you, Brady. Uh, it is time now for Brady to give you all the news while he's still with us. <laughs> and it's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. It's called the Brady Report, and you can get a case of the Mondays. Might have one today. But head to Hooters for September's Beer of the Month specials. You only got a few days left before they turn into October's Beer of the Month specials. And head to Hooters tonight to watch the Bungles and the Rams. Isn't there two games tonight? Yeah. Again? Yeah. yeah they got Eagles f- and uh, somebody else. Yeah. They're going to beat whoever. Uh, <laughs> Tampa fan- Bay. It is the Bucks and Eagles, yeah. right? Fantastic football specials going on. You can watch the games at Hooters and say hi to Brittany and the gang for us over there. And then say thanks for this Brady Report, Hooters. Brady Report. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Comic Book Day. There you go. Also just got an email that said, what about the temperature game? We already had our winner. We named it. Miguel Cassian is the rando that's going to be heading to Las Vegas with us. And I've already gambled with him. On uh, a couple of, well, I guess it was a Super Bowl thing. He said, you want in on my Super Bowl squares? And I'm like, sure. And I fired, I think I owe him money still. Probably, maybe that's why he's going he's gonna to hound me on the plane. But I got into his football squares. A couple of basis fun facts. Since Easter is based on the vernal equinox, the earliest it can possibly be is uh, March 22nd. Last time Easter was on March 22nd was 1818. And the next time will be 2285. Wow. The latest it can be is April April, uh, 25th. What does vernal mean? I don't know. Like, I mean, I I get lunar. It deals with the moon, but vernal. All I know is that Jesus died on that day, and they got a pretty good idea of when he was born. Boy, that whole death thing sure moves around a lot. Again, calendar changed. Nobody even wrote down the day he died? (laughs) No, we we went to... uh, I think the Catholics, uh, you know, cover up the uh, Roman holiday. Oh, the pagan holidays yeah. is what it's about. Sure, Jesus was never born in the winter either. By the way, if you look at the North Star, lovely been, spring. The North Star wouldn't have been where it was in December, where they are. So, man, there's a whole bunch of, of default answers that they go to, and like, just believe it. But why not stick to one date for his death? Why is that one floating all over the place? Hocus pocus. Yeah. April 25th will be sooner. It'll be happen in 2038. That's the latest it can be, yeah. So they're within, and I'll give it to you. It was thousands of years ago, but you get that somebody should have written down the day he died if he was that important. You'd think there would have been a tombstone. Got to be a birth certificate somewhere, or you know, at least somebody carved something in a rock that said it was here. And since uh, the word sheriff is a combination of two old English words, shire and reeve, a reeve was a person who was responsible for keeping things peaceful in the shire. The Shire Reeve. Hmm. Um, the horse head in The Godfather wasn't a fake prop. That was a real head. Actual yeah. dead horse head they got from a dog food plant in New Jersey. Coppola got uh, a little bit carried away with that in a couple of things when he wanted to use live rounds in another movie for shooting. I think it was Apocalypse Now. Not to shoot at people, but he wanted to use the live rounds. Or was rounds. it that, um, oh, I thought maybe that cattle scene where they're... Oh, not in the, yeah. I don't know, in The Godfather or, or in the Apocalypse, apocalypse now. Maybe. Now. I, I just know that they used live rounds for a couple of things, and he was like, that's crazy. Because he didn't want it to be anything like, like anything different than what you would have felt had you actually been shooting the gun. Like a fake, a fake round wouldn't have felt the same, although they do. It takes approximately 540 peanuts to make one 12-ounce jar of peanut butter. Wow. 
<laughs> Somebody says, John, will you allow listeners to take a dump on the set jet plane on their way to Vegas? What if the girl on there is really cute and she goes in the bathroom for 10 minutes? You need to establish the rules now. If you have to take a on an hour-long flight. It's not even. I know. I'm just throwing an okay, hour out okay. there just in case. You keep thinking it's 25. It ain't that either. <laughs> we'll give you 40, 45 minutes going from bounce to bounce. Because he pointed out that other jet, and he goes, that can go like 790 miles an hour and get you there in 20 or 30 minutes, but scare the hell out of you. If you have to take a dump on our plane, you're not coming back on the plane. <laughs> you that's fair enough. Access. Is that fair? That yeah, was you, in the rules, yeah, I thought. That's it was in, in the small yeah, print. Yeah. We'll get it in there. If it's yeah. not, grab a crayon. I need the rules. But if you can't, if you... Have to, if you're like, oh, geez, this what are we, an hour away? If you can't clinch up to get to your room and you're an hour from it, your butthole's broken, <laughs> period, end of story, or you're super sick and you shouldn't be on the plane in the first place. Ooh, I'm sorry, your butthole's broken. Your butthole is destroyed or you are really sick. If you can't clinch up for the next 45 minutes to get to resorts where, by the way, you knew you had to <laughs> before you got on this plane. There were Taco Bells and all sorts of stuff you could have pulled over if it was that urgent. So, yes, no, we say it in the video. Don't fart on the plane. Don't <laughs> on it either. Please stop farting. I hope SetJet has just a, like, it's just a stand-up, like a urinal. It's a no-defecating toilet. What no, kind of There's pig? a full toilet. What I looked when did we you go to the, the bathroom? Yeah. It's nice. It is, it's actually. a beautiful plane. Don't wreck it. Brady, don't. You have to worry no. about me, Yes, chief. we do have to worry about you, <laughs> Taylor Swift. Don't call me chief. <laughs> we do have to worry about you. I've seen you at Spinato's. You're halfway through a piece. Ooh, shoot, threw me, I'm a shark. And you got up to poop. Ever tell you that one? We're at Spinato's. <laughs> That's true. You get, don't get that face. You know this is true. And I'm not gonna no, it was at NYPD. No, this was at Spinato's. This was at Spinato's and Chandler. Because you, the waitress was one of the people we knew. It was a different one. And we're sitting at the table. And I remember it because it was, you know, eh, what are you going to do? But you're crushing this thing. He gets two, two slices in. He looks up and he goes, I'm like a shark. And we start laughing. He goes, I got to go. <laughs> goes down the, the way. Turns to go to the men's room. Nobody's there. And you just see his little, you know, Alfred Hitchcock silhouette standing there looking at the men's room. And then his head turns and looks at the ladies' room. A lady comes out. He busts into the ladies' room. <laughs> Why? On the cutting edge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, were, yeah, now everybody's that. doing it. Yeah. Why? Trendsetter. Because the food he was. Here's the thing, Brett. The food he was still chewing was already digesting oh. and shooting out of him. Stuff shoots out of me. I'm like a shark. It's, it's not nothing. He came back all proud, like we were going to be. Lady went into the bathroom. That was a special day. You heard that horrible thing when the door opened after Brady came out. <laughs> Sorry about that, man. You seen Jaws? I'm the star of it. <laughs> so, yes, we do have to worry about you. If you eat the wrong thing, it shoots out of you because your butthole's broken. You're unwilling. It's unhealthy to clinch it up. You don't seem to mind health prior to the clinch up thing. You're not really, you know, Tony Horton about health right before. <laughs> Suddenly, it's too unhealthy to clinch your butt. You. Just thankful to be regular every day, no, John. It ain't Those regular. All you're doing is not regular. regular. <laughs> Clinch it up. I'm going to feed you a loaf of bread before we get on that plane and some cheese. There's a new report out on the most dangerous NFL stadiums. 
based on actual crime statistics in the area, Soldier as field. well as uh, yeah. fan surveys. And that's for suicides, though. Not Overall. <laughs> I'd still say Oakland is winning. They don't have a team. Right. The Denver Broncos Stadium in Power Field at Mile High was named the most dangerous. Wow. They say there are 70 crimes per 1,000 residents in the zip code huh. where the stadium is located. Well, they haven't included the Patriots' death recently. So well, that's that in the stadium. They're basically uh, saying where the stadium, the stadium is. Stadium. Yeah. Okay. That's just Wheaties jacking other Wheaties from, you know, <laughs> yeah. up there in Colorado. <laughs> Seattle Seahawks Stadium is the second most dangerous. Followed by the Detroit Lions, Minnesota Vikings, and Kansas City Chiefs. I'd have put Detroit on top of that list. Mm-hmm. If you're Detroit looking for violent crime only, the Lions Stadium number one, yeah. followed by the Browns, Ravens, Chiefs, Saints. Nice, all places I wouldn't want to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Superdome is not in a good part of no. New Orleans. Yeah. The stadium with the most crimes that have been witnessed by fans: Lincoln Financial Philadelphia. Field, Philadelphia, ah, yeah. Philly. Yeah. Yep. Dallas Cowboys Stadium is second, followed by the Patriots. Then Giants, then Jets. All right, Arizona. Way to stay out of that list. The stadium where most fans have been a victim of a crime. Detroit. Cowboys. Uh, it's a hundred thousand. Then Giants, people. Jets, Commander Skins, and then uh, Seahawks. Should have been the Bears. Man, the Bears. They're they're, they're just getting robbed every time you yeah. walk into that stadium. <laughs> yeah, you know I what? Paid for this, really? It's criminal that each person yeah. paid for those tickets. I'm telling you, the Broncos and Bears play Sunday. If those tickets aren't free, there's 80,000 crimes the second you go through the turnstile. That's a crime against humanity. You're actually charging me for this. In a survey of more than uh, 3,000 NFL fans, nearly 40% of the fans said they've witnessed a crime in or around the NFL stadium. Wow. 7% said they've been victims of one. Got a teacher in Indiana. It showed up to family fun night with meth in her scrunchie. Is that a Sarah a, Jane Duncan? Yeah, it's Indiana yeah, scrunchie. We talking about that a euphemism? Her hair scrunchie. Yeah, yeah. her hair scrunchie. Okay. Yeah. What other scrunchie is there? Yeah, I'm sorry to go confuse to urban, you guys. Go yeah. to the Urban Dictionary. Yeah. There is that, that a thing? One. I think it is. But I'm not sure. I don't know what that scrunchie is. But it's Indiana. Of course, she had meth. <laughs> it shows up in your mail every day. There's a mug shot. It's just an Indiana person. Yeah, I guess it's standard family fun night. It's meth. It's you Indiana. deal with it. Indiana is Algonquin for I've got meth. <laughs> Police in Florida pulled over a car at 4 a.m. last Thursday morning. Discovered that the driver, 10-year-old boy, and his passenger, his 11-year-old sister, um, they're upset at mom. She took the, uh, their electronics away. So they stole her car. <laughs> Drove more than 200 miles before they were pulled over. Jeez. Three hours away from home before they were caught. Unclear what their plan was or if they had one. Mom picked them up. Isn't pressing charges. Officers say it's only a traffic violation, so the kid won't be charged. That's not so bad. She's not going to charge him with the stolen car? Yeah. Solved in, you know. Three, three yeah, and a half hours. Covered. I've got a real quick Wild America. Right. Go Hello, down. my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your Wild America. Keep in mind, it's 10 after 8, which means at any minute, the golden ticket thing could happen again. We're going to fly you to Vegas and try to fill that fourth of five seats. We'll see what we can do.
This happened in Fort Wayne, Indiana. A woman uh, went to get her car washed after a bird struck her front grill. Workers at the Jiffy Lube alongside the car wash said there's something else in your grill. Oh, no. It was a groundhog. Oh. Still alive. It took them uh, several minutes. Several minutes? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To get around to get the bumper off. Blame my money pond now. (laughs) They managed to get the uh, groundhog out. Somehow it survived. Either jumped up when it was going by and found a little hole. It, uh, you know, wrecked some wiring in there. But here's a picture of them. Car ran out, but there's a groundhog looking out. He, yeah, oh, he's big. Yeah, how did she not know? It's like hitting a kid. That's a big groundhog. <laughs> he's huge. She had that living in her car for a while. That's your wild America. That's impressive. Wow. <laughs> looks like looks like Caddyshack. Yeah, <laughs> he's got the little ammo. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Jesus Corena Ortiz was driving drunk in Santa Rosa, California on Wednesday. Apparently ran out of booze, so he decided to hop in his truck, get some more. No Odalie for that, Brett? No, right. He's not on the plane. <laughs> there was for this because he uh, didn't go through the front door. He decided to drive the truck through the yeah. southeast corner of the liquor store. Um, banged up the truck pretty bad, but he managed to get out, walk in, and grab a couple of bottles. And we didn't. It didn't stop him from like there was no apology. I shouldn't have done that. He went and still. That's how hammered he was. Point three two. Whoa. Four times the legal limit. The cops took him to the hospital. He's okay, but turned out he had a his license was suspended. So now he's got other charges. Sure. Kraft Heinz is selling gummy candy versions of Kraft mac and cheese, and Oscar Mayer hot dogs. You can get. Gummy glizzies, isn't and gummy pickles, mac and cheese kind of gummies anyway. Huh? Yeah, it's not far. I'm I'm not sure the. Uh, you can't like reach into a bag the, uh, and eat it, but yeah. How you get the variety packs we, that we need? Mac and cheese flavored candy. Just Target, Walgreens, my Family Dollar. God, there's the package. Oh. Kids will be looking forward to that in their treat bags. Gummy mac and cheese. <laughs> You know what? Why don't you just reach down your kid's throat and just squeeze its heart yourself? <laughs> what are you doing to that thing? They're going to be sweet kids. Sorry. They don't taste like the actual, uh, you and know. what's the cheese. point? Yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> I know. Fat. That's the point. <laughs> that is the point. Load them up. Blob your kids into messes. It's mac and, mac and cheese flavored gummies, even though they don't taste like mac and cheese. Just eat it. Yeah, just reach into their hearts like a like a Bruce Lee and just start twisting it and crush their chest. Get it out of the way now. This is kind of cool. This historic lighthouse in Michigan called the White Shoal Light, which sits within Lake Michigan, about 20 miles west of the Mackinac Bridge. The caretakers have announced a contest where they're offering a free, free stays inside the lighthouse to celebrate its 113th anniversary. Um, what they did was they set four bottles out with messages in them. And if you find one of the four, you get it. You win, win a prize. And they just float them out into a lake. They dropped them into the Mackinac Straits back on Labor Day weekend. This is dangerous. None of them have been found yet. 
the messages have various uh, free stays for one, two, and up to five people. Wow. It's not a luxurious accommodations. It's not bad. It's this lighthouse. It's the they, lighthouse. They have some pictures. You can check it out. How much is it to stay there normally? I don't think they, they Oh, you're not allowed to, to normally? Yeah. The so caretakers that maybe go up there. So if I went up to the lighthouse and said, I'll give you a couple hundred bucks, stay in the lighthouse tonight, he'd probably say yes. <laughs> he might, yeah. yeah. So I don't need to go swimming in some rapids to find a bottle. Yeah, uh, you got a good chance like, yeah, because the whole yeah. reason for this contest very, is to raise point. money to help preserve the lighthouse. How? Then charge to have people stay there. That's how you raise money. You charge people. You don't have them swimming around. You're going to get into a lawsuit when someone dies in the straits looking for a bottle for a free night. Idiots. Does anyone think anymore? Nope. 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 Here I am. I had an African riding around on my Jeep all weekend, and I'm screaming that. <laughs> Let's get to some... I got an idea. Let me throw some bottles with coupons in them into raging waters. Hey, that's great. Or we could just charge people to stay here. That's dumb. We get, them, get them swimming around in the straits. Give them a little activity. Since Labor Day, nobody's found our bottles. We need to give them some floaties. Incentivize them. <laughs> Let's get to some quick radio videos. Okay. This is in the Middle East. We might have have we seen this one? I wasn't sure, but no, no, it doesn't matter. Let's okay. go. No sound on this one. All right, so. just a in the Middle East, a slow car, a tra- truck and a, coming a in truck hot, going a thousand miles an hour, and takes out and it took out a building, complete, yeah, a semi truck's going a hundred twenty miles an hour like and obliterated it, and obliterated a home. <laughs> one car gone, boom. The car actually made, it. and then there's just that dude is fine. Missed the Look car, John. It missed the it missed car. the car and the guy yeah. by like an inch. Each one, holy! How fast is that thing going? And how come if it's the Middle East, that not happen right? After, that bomb didn't go off inside well, that truck. If you see the writing, I don't think it's Middle East. I think it's Asia. That's not uh, the. Oh, the same. video is. What's the, the Middle writing. Eastern chatter? Oh, underneath? I don't know about that. That's oh, that's right. what I thought you were talking about. Yeah, yeah the, the closed caption the, is Asian. The video You're right. Has uh, Asian writing on it. But the Middle East loved it. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's their right. game, man. Yep. Next one's another uh, truck that goes by and uh, leaves a, either hits a cable, okay, that gets in the road, and clips the scooter coming by. There's a cable in the road. Yeah. Huh? Oh yeah. There's the cable. There. Oh, the scooter oh, just clotheslines somebody on a scooter. What is that cable doing in the road? Well, I think it hit. The, it must have hit the uh, overhead, like the a pole. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's timing. Look at the dog. I'm out of here. That is timing. So the truck just hit a low-hanging cable, took it down. The dog's it, fine until she yeah, goes. Yeah, he's gone. Right. Yep, <laughs> he's gone. All right. We got what a, sites uh, are you hanging around a, here, Brady? All these are no kidding. Should I worry that you've gone Al-Qaeda? Because every every commenter is yeah. in Middle Eastern Arabic. It's my favorite source. Do you know how to <laughs> right. scrub your cookies and all that? <laughs> Was it Friday? Did you say cookies? Yeah. I start getting I videos. <laughs> Who start... scrubs cookies? <laughs> I know. <laughs> There's cookies in your phone? Wait a minute. What? You never told me. Are they free? Friday, I start getting texts from Brady. Like, out of the blue, he's on some sort of roll with... The worst wormhole ever. I don't know what you're in, but look at this. This thing. Uh, It's this video of... I don't know what that is, but it's eaten... Oh and it's a God. human you're being. On, you're been, on that again? Yeah, what is he's wrong on, with you? He's on sick infants. <laughs> 
And he look at him. Look at his joy. You're, you're <laughs> the one. Joy you have hey, it. by the by, friendo, you're hosting in hell. Yeah, sick. I'm not not roasting. You're hosting. And then so that Come was on, it. it's for the laughs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then and then within a few seconds, he sends me this thing. This oracle, uh, it's got some. Sleeves. I know it's some anorexic woman with so, a she's hot fish tank for an eye. We've all followed influencers <laughs> like Veronica Bialik and yeah. the other Veronica. Those are the influencers you go after. Oh man, and her eye looks like two oysters in the There's half. An eye in there? There's an eye <laughs> yeah. in there. I told oh, yeah. Brady, I said this makes me not want oysters it can't anymore. Be real. And man, then he that's... sends me this one. Of oh, this this kid who's on. got Joker smile and like something really wrong. I thought my videos are bad. And, Jesus, and it's a real sick kid. John's right. You are hosting. You've <laughs> got the gavel. Brady you... writes. It's the best text I ever got because I was dying laughing at like <laughs> what a horrible person you are. But it says uh, it's about a thing called craniofacial acceptance month. And I don't know what craniofacial is, but it's what that kid has. Mm-hmm. And it's a video of <laughs> them saying goodbye to him. Brady just writes goodbye. <laughs> so he was being nice. See you in hell, buddy. Yeah. You are yeah. Yeah. Hey, everybody, join me for my Raven Hell. Brady Bogan's annual. I'm hosting. Man. When, when you the, posted, I hosted. When the devil. Uh, don't make it so it's somebody else's thing if you're sharing it independently on texts with me, which is what you're. You're, you're, not, you're killing me, and I'm dying, by the way. When the devil meets Brady, he goes, you know, the only thing missing from the criteria to be my best friend is homosexuality. Other than that, you are a perfect devil guy. <laughs> did you send this to John Holmberg? You sent it to John. Yes, he's over I here. He's, he's, uh, he's the manager of my restaurants. Oh, I'll have a job in hell like the first day. But you, my friend, you're, you're going to act shocked, but be warned. This is <laughs> what it. happens, John, this next video when you're hot dogging. See you in the furnace. On a scooter. All right, here we go. Hot dogging. More Middle Eastern stuff. Oh, into a park truck. Hot dog in Toledo. What is and then a what is, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So your, your phone can't be in the same room with me. <laughs> All of us. You have to go. What are you doing on the on the Middle Eastern dark web? Seal Team Six is on their way <laughs> over. Right you are now. gonna. There's. You're going to have somebody in the middle of the night. What's going on in the hallway? And you're just going to hear, Osama. And they're going to shoot you in the eye. Well, here's some English for you. You can understand on this one. This is a, another bull goring. <laughs> okay. This is back so to work. from that to yeah, the I'm comfortable with Cowboy Network. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spanning the globe. <laughs> yeah, you're too, too dangerously close to Al Qaeda. Oh, you don't even know. Oh, 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 it's a girl in a skirt. Oh! Just works her. I gotta give it to her. She's pretty oh. fast in that skirt, but she doesn't hit the gate right, and the bull starts winning. Oh, oh man! Deep drive by Castellanos. That's a good one. Oh, she's flying in that skirt too. She's got some adrenaline working, but she misses the gate, and the bull doesn't miss the chance. Got a little stink stick on that one. Oh, yeah, he did. Stinkhorn? Oh, that is stinkhorn. It went in. That that's in her. Oh man, that's lifting her up off the ground with the horn. Oh, oh yeah, she's been penetrated. Oh yeah, I've seen that look on Blacked.com before. (laughs) That was her first day on the on the site. Anything else there, Osama? That's it. 
I am so worried about whatever viruses you have. <laughs> hey, just got a free trip to Saudi Arabia. Hello, I saw notice on your phone. You have been very interested in what we're doing. Yeah, I love your site. <laughs> Muhammad Atta Jr. <laughs> we have a plane we're doing. You want to get on it with us? <laughs> anyway, what do you got, Bert? Put yeah. your seatbelts on. No kidding. You got some gems. All right. It's been a couple of days for Brett. His standards have. Yeah. Have uh, uh, this one. The whole email is titled uh, Monday is going to be the new Friday. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, we'll just start off with this one. Here we go. Oh, Jesus. There's an execution. People down on their knees standing in front of about 12. Brady's been on this There's side a few two, times. Two machetes and a bunch of guns. It's already a couple of dudes chopped up over. Oh, this is full out. They've already been handled? Yep. They, no, the no, one, the one the... guy's still moving. I heard that word. This is a cartel thing. Oh. They do a little video for uh, then the prayer, I guess, is what's happening. I did catch the name of that segment, Brett. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. Documenting real... Oh, oh, what's that? Oh, oh just a couple of giant... Uh, no. Whatever. What is that? A pickaxe? Yep. Pickaxe is right yep. into the body. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, Peso Pluma should have never played that wow. show. <laughs> oh, now they're all wow. proud of it. Wow. Oh, they did a little dance after. That's yeah. like a fraternity. That's what I was just thinking. That's <laughs> the name uh, of the file. Brady knows they just the, go, Pikes. Yep. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Brady knows the handshake. This one was for, uh, <laughs> since Brady kept having uh, Cheeseburger Day and uh, Double, cheeseburger. Double Cheeseburger Day, well, then this one was sent over. Triple Cheeseburger Day yeah. this week? Oh, what is that? That's a head. Okay. Okay. This is somebody smoking on top of a cheeseburger. They're vaping down. It looks like a woman in underpants or maybe a man. looks like a man in panties, a woman in panties. I don't know. Uh, And we're about to poop on the butt. Okay. Okay. Kind of a nice butt. Turns around. Uh, We got something going in. Thank God it's pixelated. All right, that's an that's too easy access into that thing. That was real that's simple. Me- that's and, a messy butt already. Okay, I don't know what's coming out of this. But she's sitting on the bun. She's sitting on the bun right now. She's grabbing her butt. She's in great shape. I got to give her that. She's toned. Just, she looks fantastic. Just go the legit way on only sitting fans. on the bun. Don't scat. And uh, uh, the pants oh. are coming off. All right, we've and hit, all right. Oh. We're just moving her to the side. Oh. Just moving her to the side. Oh. Or what, what happened? I don't know. Backup? Is that Van Dyke Brown? Oh, there's Dyke a lot Brown? of stains. Is look that Van Dyke Brown? At, look at the bun, my friends. It's been coated yeah. yep. with the weirdest darkness ever. Somebody needs to send you this video in yeah. actual oh, size. I'm there you go. Looking oh, for look at her. Ross she's covering herself with it. She's rubbing the buns all over I'm, her boobs. And I'm been, actually glad for the pixelization. Oh, God. It's like Sonic the Hedgehog crapped on himself. All right. That's enough of that. Okay. How much longer do I have to watch that girl uh, bathe in her yeah. poop? Uh, oh. What's wrong with everybody? Here's one for you. A little traffic safety. Here's one. Guy in a little ooh, convertible. Oh, he's going down the wrong lane. Semi truck, oh. motorcycle. Winner, loser. Whoa! Oh. Looks like a wow. Gallagher concert now. Wow. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of red. Oh, Cement truck, too. Oh, what's he doing? Oh, that's his head. Body can that's make. his head. Oh, Brett. No, that's just his handbag. Uh, that's most of him, actually. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. And then this one was just a guy asking to go on the plane with us. Okay. He wants to go on the... Oh, he's naked. Oh, he's getting kicked by a girl and... <laughs> he's got a big one. 
<laughs> this guy's pants up. There's way too much blood on him tonight. What is happening? The end of his wiener is bleeding, and she just keeps kicking him. The sheriff. The sheriff the keeps junk. That thing's huge. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. Well, from behind, she's kicking him in the goods. Will just she, bleeding. Will she ever stop? Oh, oh. Justin Tucker back there. Quit kicking that guy. All right, we're done, right? Yeah, she's coming around to the front. She's got nice calves. And her foot her. is actually... Oh, oh she's oh, frontal assault. Oh. oh. It is just gushing blood. And he seems pleased with the endeavor. And we'll end on that. Uh, she got some leg presses, man. She got nice legs. I like that chair. That's how you stay in shape, Brady. <laughs> Go in the back room, one of those mountainside fitness things. That's what they do. Some high kicks. Okay, we need to slow Good down. Morning, we need to slow down on Mondays. <laughs> the golden ticket awaits somebody out there. Could uh, be popping up just seconds from now. It's, uh, there's your Brady report. Yeesh. Every one of them ends a little worse than the last. Ninety-eight. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said, "Fully erect." Ninety-eight. <laughs> Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Cruising through Monday. Weren't here Friday for sensitivity training. Didn't work. They're going to try again later this month, I think. All right. What are you going to do? Someday it might stick, but right now, I still think that bitch was asking for it. They just can't, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Uh... I'm not even talking about, I'm talking about Moynihan. I'm even talking about a woman. I don't know why they keep yelling at me about that. You can still call a man a bitch, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm... <laughs> anyway, we had our big winner for the uh, Guess the Temp from uh, NewACUnit.com's Guess the Temp game Saturday. We talked to him this morning, Miguel Cassian. He seems normal. Seems pretty good, although on his Facebook page there was a two pistoleros crossed up for his brother who passed. We're going to find out how that happened on the plane. I didn't want to get into it. It's a sad thing. Also... Uh, Slightly unnerving. Uh, you know, the girlfriend heard it. She's going to have to hop on the plane with us. But I did Zillow his house because we have his address, and it, it was decent. Good price. Seemed like he's in a decent neighborhood, so we don't have too much to worry about. Seemed all right. Seemed like a nice guy. Oh, Ted Bundy lived in a nice neighborhood, That's, too. That's, Brett, you, you know, why do you got to spill it, man? <laughs> Seemed like I was filling that jar real nice. <laughs> Uh, so we got that, and uh, the uh, golden ticket will ring out here. Uh, still hasn't happened. It's 846. Still hasn't happened this morning. Could happen any minute. We never know. Up until 10 o'clock, the golden ticket quiz could come your direction. we got a What Would Brady Do coming up in a little bit. Uh, we'll get that together. Uh, in the meantime, I sit back and wait for the golden ticket to arise. Once you hear Grandpa Joe start singing, you call 602-585-9800. Our phones will shut you off. Toledo will work furiously to get to our eighth caller, and then we quiz you, and that's how it works. Oh, you thought it might be, but it's not. That was me. Shame. I've been avoiding this story for a week. Shame. But we have another entry for They Live Among Us, Arizona Heel of the Year. And this one is up there. The name of the woman is April McLaughlin. Shame. If you know her, shame. shame her. If you know her family, shame them. Shame. 
The story has been awful. Now, the Humane Society's done everything they can, but there are no real laws stopping this, which is brutal. HOA had to get involved. The only time I've been an HOA fan was with this because they had to finally get involved. This bitch, April McLaughlin and Chandler, ran an animal rescue out of her now condemned home. Shame. 55 animals inside, five dead puppies in her freezer, and it sounds like a hoarding incident, right? At first, you're like, okay, lunatics yeah. hoarding. Shame. It is not hoarding. Shame. She was under the guise of helping other charitable animal operations take in the injured and sick animals. The extras? As the a overflow? Foster. So it's not even overflow. Let's say you and I are running a shelter, Brady, and we have an influx of uh, pregnant ones or a three-legger that's gotten some injuries, and we're overwhelmed. She steps in and says, I'll take care of that for you. And you're like, thank you so much. And she's running and she's doing it state by state. She used to live in an apartment complex where the neighbors complained about the dog barking. And so in order for that to be a wellness check on the animals, the Humane Society or whatever league that they had called would call and say, we're going to visit you tomorrow about 5 o'clock. She would duct tape the dog's mouths closed to quiet the area and then not let them in the house because they really don't have a right to do that. So they knew about this until, like, it just got out of hand with this. And if you see the animals in the condition they're in, it is so hard to look at. So they're trying to just find any law they can to toss this absolute C-word in jail. Wow. And then get into what she was doing with her mom. Shame. Oh, and her mom was in the house while they were going through picking up all the animals. Shame. Uh, Most of the 55 dogs removed from the home were elderly special needs animals. Uh, They had no water. Many will likely need to be euthanized. The air quality in the home was so bad, firefighters wore special breathing equipment. And mom's sitting on a recliner watching TV the whole time this is going on. She's feeding her mom the food meant for the dogs. Yeah, the dog stuff. Uh, According to the documents, she told police uh, she didn't believe there was anything wrong with storing food next to the dead animals in the freezer that she was giving mom. I don't know what that's a big deal about. The puppies that would die, she wouldn't say anything because she'd lose, like, her whatever this hoarding nature was in her uh she also said she'd been running the rescue for a year and a half and she decided that she'd taken on too many so i said last night at least i might stop calling it a rescue it wasn't a rescue it wasn't but yeah she would she would fool people into thinking she was going to foster the sick ones and help out and then nobody you know nobody checks that and they should some people do but it's like oh thank you you seem to have your heart in the right place and the next thing you know this this lunatic in her mind she thinks she's helping out i don't i think she knew what she was doing i think she's so mentally disturbed you can't put it in her mind on it you you're putting crazy on crazy there's no like oh in her mind I don't know what she was thinking. I wouldn't even pretend to know what she was thinking. Yeah. Uh, she's, uh, but the problem with it is is that I've, I've been reading a lot online, and I struggle with this stuff. Reading a lot online, and people are bashing the Humane Society. You should have done more. The city of Chandler. Yes, there should have been laws in place. The Humane Society is doing what they can. Mm-hmm. The saddest part is, is that there's owners of these dogs who have run into trouble and said, we can, we're overwhelmed with this. We can't take them for a little bit. Can somebody who knows what they're doing do it? And she ended up saying, I can do that, fooling people online to give their dogs to her that were sick or in need for a time being when they have like a baby or something. It's like, we just need you to take care of her for a little. And now they're not allowed to go see their dogs because it's just such a situation. I think the news said, what, there was seven or eight amputations that needed yeah. to happen oh, because bad. the dogs were just sitting there on, on just lame yeah. limbs. Living right next to people. 
And they're making that call going, hey, we got a lot of dogs barking next door. Could you do something about it? And unfortunately, we're so behind on laws for that kind of stuff, it's bad. But April McLaughlin has been jailed. $2,500 bail. Shame. That ain't much. Shame. So if you have that and you know who she is, uh, shame her. And never, ever, 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 ever should she be allowed around animals ever again. It is bad. You see that video and you're like, how can you do this? Even if you hate dogs, how can you do this? Michael Vick wasn't this bad to them. And he was the worst person alive. So there you go. We have her on the list now, Brady. April McLaughlin, there's her picture, bitch. A sinner comes before you and begged for forgiveness. No. Shame. You eat it. Shame. And she should be forced to eat dog food that's been sitting next to corpses. Shame. The whole time she's in prison. I hate that woman. I hate you with a passion of a thousand sons. The fire of a million sons. So she's on our list now of, uh, they live amongst us, Arizona heels of the year. Unforgivable behavior. And it's right there in our little neighborhoods. And I don't want her out, ever. She can stay in jail for the rest of her life for all I care. That's execution stuff right there. You see those little animals that have no water, no food, and they're sick to begin with, or they're not necessarily sick, but, you know, medically in trouble. Ah, April McLaughlin. No relation to Sarah. You think the song would play? It's the same thing. All the videos Sarah shows in her song uh, about giving money to the ASPCA looks like that lady's yard. Those goop-eyed dogs and ugh. There was a you know a definite breakdown in the system of sure you know figuring out how she keeps sure getting the animals. But she would she she was a known thing, so she was going with different names mm-hmm. to out of state places. She was reaching out on Facebook and next door and things like that to people who were in desperate need, saying, "Hey, I can't take care of my dog right now." I'll do it. Oh, you're such an angel. Thank you so much. And you just assume that someone that's willing to do that isn't doing it as the John Wayne Gacy of of dog collectors. Ah, I hate her. Anyway, so don't get mad at the Humane Society. They're doing the best they can. And that money we raised for the Humane Society that you guys gave us a few weeks ago uh, turned out to be $70,000 total. Uh, and we gave them a check for sixty six grand because that's what's in the kitty. And there's more. I know that for sure because mine wasn't even counted in that. Um, it's going to good use, and unfortunately, it's probably going to be drained by this stupid thing <laughs> instead of going to all good. Horrible, horrible person. Special place in hell for that woman. That's what Nathan just emailed. Same exact phrase. Uh, it's 8.53. Still waiting on the golden ticket to fly away from her. Miserable. Yuck. So there she is. So that's it. What do we got, like seven this year so far? Yes. For the, uh, yeah, we got to, at we'll least. Have a, in another month and a half, we'll have our winner for the Nathan Sutherland <laughs> Heel of the Year Award uh, for 2023. They live amongst us. You don't have to travel too far, not even Florida. That's the way it works. The golden ticket floats. What would Brady do coming up next? Will it happen in the middle of that? I don't know. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 <laughs> Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Still have not heard the golden ticket uh, giveaway super thing, whatever that's called. 
But we're waiting. Let's see if it'll happen sometime during what would Brady do? You never know when this thing's going to go off. Guy in Sedona asked me that. You John from the radio? Sees the card. I'm like, yeah. Can we win? I'm like, what? What do you mean? People up here in Oak Creek. Yes. If you can. Look, the rules may say you have to do this and that. But if you are smart enough and can just make it to the airplane and have a, a reasonably good story about your address being an Arizona one, will you go ahead? Nobody's going to do it. Look, I'll tell you this. We don't have private investigators. We don't have research. We're not going to send anybody over to make sure you're really the guy you say you are. We just need an ID. Probably a good one if it's an Arizona ID, but you got to figure it out. If you don't have that, then you're screwed. But There's some empty houses around here. Plenty of squatting opportunities is what Brady's saying. <laughs> we'll get you there, but you got to win, and that ain't the, that's the hard part, so we'll see. Uh, what would Brady do is brought to you by our friends over at Mo Money Pond, MMP Guns, and that is on 12th Street and Indian School. If you want to head on over there, uh, it's right there in front of you, or you can go online, momoneypawn.com, and check out when their next AR-15 class is uh, so you can learn how to build your own AR-15, and in the end, you leave with it, and it costs you about half of what it would have been to just buy one off the rack. So you got that, plus you get all the knowledge of knowing about it, and if you ever need ammunition, if you ever need any uh, anything, really, for your weapons, your gun, uh, they've got it, and pretty much every gun... You could ask for If they don't got it, they'll get it. They'll get it. No problem. They've got access to all of it. And that is an impressive area. Uh, The back end of Mo Money Pond is M&P Guns. And those guys are the experts. Trust no one else with the knowledge of guns the way you got those dudes back there. So head on over there and uh, check it all out. M&P Guns inside Mo Money Pond, which also has everything you've ever needed, especially in the Department of Tools. My God. You want tools. That's the place to go. Uh, Mo Money Pond, 12th Street and Indian School. Thank you. What would Brady do coming up? Now, Brady, are you ready? Ready. I'm just waiting for that thing to just sound off in the middle of whatever we're doing. Still nothing. Uh, dear Brady, my wife is asking for a threesome with a girl she finds attractive, but I don't. Uh, the opportunity is right here in front of me. Should I hold out for a hotter girl to do this with? My wife has girls uh, here and there. She's She's got a penchant to make out or do it with a girl two or three times a year. She wants me in on this for the first time ever. Never asked me before. I've always been cool with it. She just gets to do it on the side. And the reason I don't want this one is because she's fat. <laughs> she's got three levels of boob roll. Oh. <laughs> for some reason, my wife is attracted to her because she's super confident and dresses in tight clothes and has a big, thick butt. Do I hold out or do I go for it? What if this opportunity doesn't come back? Never had one before, Kevin. Hold the line. You say hold? Yes. You would wait for that. Yeah, I'm going to, I I mean, I'm just saying. What if that's. I mean, if that's working for you, then, um, you know, hold to your standards. But, but. But I'm not the guy, you know. I would doubt. I think that, I still think <laughs> these things are traps. I just. Yeah, Brady doesn't like these. Brady's against it. What would Brady do is he'd never get involved in a threesome, ever. Uh, and also she's holding off the hot girls. Because she doesn't want you to like them more. Yeah, she's giving yeah. you some pig. She's letting you yeah, taste the pig. Yeah, yeah, I'm out on this, too. I mean, go to Eric's family barbecue and have a yeah. date. Yeah, and, go, you know. go watch that thing spin outside and don't put your wiener on it, just like <laughs> you will this chick. Would you go to Eric's family barbecue and slap your wiener across one of those pigs roasting outside? No. Then you don't put your wiener on this pig, either. <laughs> the way it works. Treat a woman like barbecue. If she looks great, 
Eat it nice and slow. If she's a pig, don't put your wiener on it. <laughs> you don't put your wiener on the food at Eric's. You don't do it on a pig at home. That's a tough one because some guys are dying for that opportunity to have the, that three-way. Just to have the threesome yeah. opportunity. I mean, it might be kind of fun. Like, I know you're pretty set against that. But, like, if you were in Vegas and Ronnie's up there and she's like, let's go crazy just for tonight. Yeah. With some random that we meet at the bar. He picks up on me. I take him back. And he's like, why is Andy Reid here? It's like, just let it go. And then you and her and this guy uh, thinks Andy Reid. Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Hey, I banged some lady and Andy Reid in Vegas this weekend. That's a great story for another guy. And a great story for you. He thought it was Andy Reid. Could happen. Also, Chip Kelly's going for the Brady look. I don't know if you've seen recent pictures of Chip Kelly over at UCLA. He's, uh, yeah, he's got a little Brady going on. <laughs> you look like a lot of coaches right now. In three-way. Medea asked for nice it. contracts. I'm a- do you do it? Uh, I mean, if she brings some pig home, absolutely not. <laughs> but, I mean, if she, you know, if she had to get her at the smorgasbord, I'm, you know, I'm out. <laughs> if she's still chewing. Yeah. But uh, normal-looking, decent one, you guys are going at it. Uh... Nah. It's a lot of work. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. Seems like extra. No. Pig, definitely out. Pig, I mean, out. there's not even an not right. even a thought in my mind. But, you know, you bring home a, a reasonable Margot Robbie Jr. Well, there's, yeah, there's, there's, there's always, always that. An yeah, there's, there's always that. <laughs> there's a yes in there somewhere yeah. is what I'm hearing. <laughs> you weigh your options. There's a yes in there somewhere. I got an email from a guy who said, after hearing the story of your S-heel of the year, I just gave my dog a big tummy rub and a special treat. Can't believe that S-Bag did those to those dogs. Tell everyone if they haven't done it already, give your dog some extra love today and every day uh, because those people like that make me sick. He's absolutely right. Thank you, Rick, for throwing that in the middle of this. Uh, The other one, Brady. Dear Brady, my mom is 72 years old. She's been alone for the last 12 years. Uh, Recently, we've been fighting a lot, my mother and I, uh, because she's been sending money to this Egyptian guy she's been, quote, dating online for a while. I keep telling her, you're being scammed, Mom. You're being scammed. It's been a year. She sent him $2,000 in July. The world erupted. She kept saying, I sent it to him to buy a plane ticket. He's flying here. Well, he was supposed to arrive Saturday. And I'll be damned if the bastard didn't just show up. (laughs) He's real. 33 years old, and he's here. And now I assume he's inside my mother pretty regularly over the weekend. Yeah. What do I do next, Brady? Seriously, this cannot go on. I've been wrong the whole time, and now she won't listen to me. Tried to tell her this was a scam, and the bastard showed up. But this cannot occur. And don't tell me to ignore it, because I can't. I need a goddamn plan. I'm so confused. I'm sorry if I'm yelling, but my mom is 69ing an Egyptian as we write this, Billy. Oh, Oh, God. You made me picture mine, you bastard, Billy. So there you go, Brady, just to put it in perspective. Yeah. Buns, recently that single. That scam is stepped to the next yeah. level there. 69 and some 35-year-old Egyptian. guy knows how to deal with dust. <laughs> He's good with mummies. Sand. He's Egyptian. He's good uh, flipping a mummy around. Wow, he showed up. Little, I would have never expected that. That's a wrinkle in the story. Well, you need to uh, sit down with him and say, what are your intentions here? What are your intentions with my mummy mother? Oh, 69? Stop it. Stop saying that. Look, Omar Sharif, I don't need you around my mother anymore. I guess I'd say, Mom, if you you know if this makes you happy, you're having fun. Just don't get scammed on this. It's still scam possible. I didn't expect him to show up. I got to be honest. I'm with you, Billy. 
the letter turned me when I read that. I was like, whoa, twist. I never watched the Dr. Phil where the dude actually shows up at the end. Mom usually does this for a couple of years and then dude bails. Flag lady for the Diamondbacks cutting holes out of books and throwing ten grand in for that military super agent that he, she wasn't allowed to meet. Jeez. And we were supposed to feel sorry for. The dude showed up. He was who he said he was. It wasn't catfishing. And now you're probably right, Billy. That dude's been buried in your 72-year-old mom. He needed some What's w- he have? How many days oh. to, in order to, uh, you know, so he could stay, get married? I don't know. Did he bring WD-40 and a crowbar to get in that oh. thing? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to get a loose nut out? Like come Think, along and everything. What? Oh, is that what that's called? <laughs> yeah, a yeah. come along? Uh-huh. <laughs> How ironic. Yeah. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Billy. He's like, I need help. Indy. Indy. <laughs> ah, you deal the dough. like, oh, God, that's my new stepdad. He's 33. <laughs> I 16 on your mom last night. Sala huh? shows up. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Stop calling me Indiana. <laughs> my name's Bill. And actually your favorite line gets said, Brett. Which one? Look away. <laughs> Marion, look <laughs> away. <laughs> I 16 on your mom. Look around, huh? Uh, that Egyptian guys. You know what's even weirder to think about? That she was expecting him Saturday, and your mom went in and probably did some maintenance. Picture that in your head for a second. Nice. <laughs> in nice. the shower in that weird kind of almost Johnny Bench, but not quite squatted down that low position of getting rid of all the rogues. You're fired! <laughs> you gotta make it look presentable like these modern girls. Uh, make sure my... Hair is in check. Yep. That's going all the way down my leg. Yeah. How far am I supposed to go back? I've got an ass mullet. <laughs> Maybe she's trying uh, training for the next uh, Golden Bachelor after this first oh, God. round. <laughs> does he have money? Uh, probably not. No, she had to send him two grand to fly him out here. It's still no good. Uh, what does he do to end it? He's just a beat up an Egyptian. He's, he's looking to get... Uh, Citizenship sounds like. Uh, is she not? I would sit down with that dude and immediately tell him, like, you're out of here, dude. You're out. You're not sticking around. Like, I would be firm with this, but I don't care about mom's feelings for this guy. This is over. If he needed two grand to fly here, you should have gotten your mom a male prostitute and just let, because that's all she's, she's just lonely and she doesn't want to go out. So this Egyptian dude's scamming her. Now he shows up. It's going to get worse. Now he knows where she lives. He's eyeballing all of her hummels and stuff. Oh, this is bad. Yeah, you sit him down. You say, you're going home tomorrow. You're never going to contact my mom again. I want you to 69er and break up with her immediately because I'll give you the I'll give you the night because we can't get you back on Air Egypt yeah, until Monday. Hit the road, King Tut. You're <laughs> out of here. <laughs> All right. Tootin' coming. Tootin' coming. Get out of here. That's what my name is, Tootin' coming. All right, I get it. It's hilarious. But don't say that in front of my mother. I called to your mother, Tutankhamen. Ha, ha, ha. All right. Yuck. Yeah, send him on his way. I'm with you. And call him Tutankhamen on the way. All right, King Tut, you're done. <laughs> you're done 69 to my mom? No, quite yet. One more day. All right, one more. And then you're out. <laughs> I have 138 your mom. That means we do it twice. <laughs> so, yeah. You got anything? Well, how would you treat this with Buns? You would let Bunny do it because you don't want to get involved. Would you let Buns have a 35-year-old 
Egyptian guy. She's, she's sending all that money over to just to ease her pain. If he had an inside deal on antiquities and stuff, he, he could doesn't. Over. If he yeah. did, no, he I didn't would, need uh, two grand to fly over here. He could have done it on his own. I would say my piece. I, I would demand it. Try to prevent it as much as it's possible. You, Brady's being nice. You end this immediately. Threaten violence. Immediately look him in the eye and say, you didn't have enough money to fly here to 69 my mom. You're going home tomorrow. You make up an excuse and you never contact her again. No more money. Thank you for the onk necklace. Now get out of here. (laughs) The onks are beautiful. That was a lovely gesture. I'm having trouble giving this back. I really liked it. But you're going home now. (laughs) With a creme kalash? You want some creme kalash? Yes, I love this stuff. I don't know what it is, but it's great. Creme kalash. Crab juice? Yes, I'll have some crab juice. I didn't think I'd like that, but I love it, and I'm glad you brought it. Now go home. One more time? Yes, one more time. Now you're out. Her money can't go overseas. Money can't send checks overseas to have a guy fly in. If someone's worth your mother's time, it's for... uh, he He can fly to her on his own dime. That's gross. That is gross. Brady? Brett, what would you do? What? With King Tut jumps off yeah. the plane? <laughs> I'm pa- packing him right back on there. Coming after my mom? No. You're going to go back as a mummy. John you're out says, of here. Just because Jafar actually showed up doesn't mean it's not a scam. He's going to figure out a hell of a lot more now that he's here. That's so true. Come on. She's just 72 years old. <laughs> Ugh. Gross. Gross. Stop doing that to our moms, Egypt. Right. Brady said he wouldn't do it. Because I'm going to Would you look at that? It happened right in the middle of a sentence. I didn't know that could happen. There it is. Everybody. Through those phones, Bert. It's upon us. Right. right in the middle of what would Brady do? Oh, boy, oh, boy. Because I've got up. All right. Good luck. Good getting luck. through. It has blown up our phones four times last week. See if we start the week with that. Toledo will now furiously finger our phones like that Egyptian's nailing Billy's mom. <laughs> treat, treat that phone like an Egyptian treats Billy's mother. And get some money out of it while you're at it. Uh, it is 926, and it's happening right now. I, I know. The Golden Ticket Quiz coming to the 8th caller right now, right after what Brady did. It's 98. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Oh boy, oh boy. It's happening. We filled up our third one, right? Sure did. Well, we got to Miguel Cassian won the uh, newacunit.com guess the temp game on Saturday. We've got two slots left. Slots for our uh, set jet flight to Las Vegas with our friends up there at Resort World. Oh, baby, is this going to be fun. Private air travel. Resort World uh, rooms for everybody. Glorious 22nd birthday celebration of this wonderful program. That nobody said would last 22 days. And possibly were right. 
Who knows why this thing went on so long? But it did. We have a man named Robert on the phone. He has to answer five questions about this show in order to get on the uh, plane with us. Robert, are you there? Yes, sir, I am. Hi, Robert. How are you? I am doing wonderful. How are you? I'm doing all right. Are you ready to fly away with us, Robert? I will give it my best shot. All right. How long have you been listening? Uh, since the beginning. Since the beginning. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. All right. Uh, what do you do for a living? I'm a chemist. God, you can oh, make the math for this us. Is this is a good one. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, you can. You're a chemist, so you're a little bit of a. You're you're a deep thinker. You've got you got brain stuff going on. Yeah, a little bit. All right. Have you ever been <laughs> arrested for anything weird? Uh, no, sir. Not for anything weird. Uh, have you? Uh, do you have an illicit drug issue or alcohol problem? Neither. Neither. Do you drink a lot? Uh, not as much as I'd like to, but, you well, know, I did in my day. All right, we'll change that. We'll change that. How old a fella are you? I'm 65. Oh, this is golden. A senior citizen, a Mexican, a hot chick. Sounds like the beginning of a joke. <laughs> and Brady, get on a private jet. <laughs> I think it's great. All right, are you ready? Answer these I'm questions ready. five. And you, my friend, could be going off to Las Vegas with us. If. All right. You get the five questions correct. Here we go. Question number one. Our former boss was named Chuck Arteague. Do you remember him, Robert? Yes, I do. Chuck used to occupy a square in the Guadalupe Squares, and Chuck also used to uh, come into the room with a greeting. Do you remember Chuck's patented greeting? Um... Would you say, boys? <laughs> wait a minute. What you say, boys, uh, is your final uh, answer for Chuck's... Think, mm, think oh, about geez. it. Come on. It was how he greeted yeah. a room. Chuck's greeting to the room every time became almost his catchphrase. Oh, God. It's been so long since I heard you talk about Chuck and that. It's been a long time. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Synonymous with uh, Chuck Arteague. You knew he was in the room when this two-word phrase came out of his mouth. What up, ladies? What up, ladies is final answer of the two-word phrase I just asked for. What up, ladies? <laughs> yes. I don't know. You want to think about that for a second or should... <laughs> what does he get? Uh... uh Two-word phrase is, what up, ladies? That's one true phrase. And no, you can't bundle it. <laughs> yeah, you're not bundling words, and the apostrophe counts. Yeah. Um, can I get a lifeline? Nope. Not <laughs> doing nope. lifelines. This, um, this one's an easy one for people who remember. Oh, jeez. And you're not a woman. yelled across the valley right now. That's right. There are people screaming it at their radios <laughs> right now. Yeah, yeah. I bet they are. Robert, are you out, or you want to just take a take a wild guess? What would you say if you walked in the room to uh, say to us? Two words. Hey, boys, or hey, ladies. <laughs> hey, boys. Oh. Um, Final answer. Uh, accepted, hey, I, hey boys. boys. I'm, I'm, All right. Yeah. Final answer is hey, boys, or hey, ladies. I don't even want to do this to you, but I'm going to have to. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh. 
be redeemed if he can give us the no. recipe for Molly? Like you <laughs> yeah, now, Molly? yeah, we definitely want you to make our drugs for us. There's still a chance you get that fist spot. Hello, assholes was Chuck's Hello, pat- assholes. Oh, hello, yeah. assholes was his patented wander in and became his catchphrase. I'm or, sorry, or hello, Robert. Ladies, occasionally. I am sorry. Now he never said hello, ladies. Out of the way, Toots, maybe, but hello, assholes. I'm sorry. You know, you're 65. Yep. Your memory's probably going. <laughs> There's, you know, I'm just yeah, saying. There's no way he remembers that far ago. Come it's on. a long time. And the Viagra is really messing with his eyes. Started listening when he's 41. <laughs> Robert, we appreciate it. You can still get another chance tomorrow. Uh, you got through. You're the eighth caller. You've pissed off the valley. But, Robert, we appreciate you very much. Thanks for sticking with us this long. All right, well, thank you. Right, see you, buddy. There you Bye-bye. go. Robert got all the way through and missed on the first question. Hello, assholes. Did you know that one, Bill? He would have gotten close. What would you have said? He would have gotten close. We have a guest in the in the room, Bill. He was a, I had a feeling. Something similar. He knew similar. the hello. Yeah, he knew the hello, hello part. And then, hello, guys. <laughs> Ladies. Anyway. Ah, oh, disappointment today. We did not get a winner. That's been a minute since we've had a winner. Man. So there you go. Well, we try again tomorrow. It's very exciting. So when you hear it, you call in. This is all you got to do. This doesn't count. But that one happens tomorrow morning, somewhere between 8 and 10 o'clock. You get your chance to call in. Almost. They got the hard part, getting through these phones. Yeah, that that should count as one. It is brutal. There you go. We got an entertainment drill coming up next. No winner today. The golden ticket. Uh, churns forward as we get closer and closer to our set jet flights. Private flight from Scottsdale Airport to Harry Reid, formerly McCarran International Airport, in the private jet area where a bus will then pick us up and drive us to Resorts World. And now, without a senior citizen in the cards, uh, unless you got Brady. It's 98 KUPD. The Entertainment Drill is next. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Monday coming to a close, and our uh, caller, Robert, didn't quite make it. And William uh, emails and says, If today's caller, Robert the Chemist, also known as Walter White, would have won, then not only would you guys have gotten free supplies of Blue Sky Crystal Meth from his Winnebago, but you would have gotten to park in the SetJet Handicap parking spot on the tarmac. That's true. Because he's 65. Cool. You'd have gotten the ramps, the elevator lifts, the escalator onto the plane, senior discounts throughout Las Vegas for the entire weekend. Man, preferred you seating blew in the it. clubs. That's so true. He would have been nickel slot king. <laughs> what were we thinking, not bringing the 65 year old? Then he brought that Egyptian guy along and. Six nine. Anyway, Robert didn't win. Maybe he can win again. You know what? He didn't win, so he can call again. Maybe he'll get back in. But hello, assholes. That's how soon we forget our sweet, sweet Chuck Arteague after, what was he with us, for 13 years, 14 years on the trip out here in 14? So we had Chuck as a boss for 14 of our 22 years. 13, I guess. Every day. Hello, assholes. We miss him. Absolutely. Not so much for his leadership skills, because those were uh, not great. He would greet you with that warm <laughs> greeting and then tell you about yourself or who you were. Right. You might not remember. You're like this. You're a French whore. You're a fireman. Why are you assigning people uh, roles? Just listen to the story. 
Yeah, and now he's been gone for, he died 15, 14? He died right after he wow. left here. So it was like 13. It and, yeah, it's crazy. Right? Nine years? Eight or nine years. Nuts. Nuts. Uh, it's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And I've been telling you about this for a long time. I always say, ah, it's not paranoia. It's preparation. You get into this stuff in case the world goes pear-shaped on you. And a guy that trains their emails, I'm not going to use his name just because he may not want people to know, but he emailed and he said, had an interesting situation where, like you said, the world went pear-shaped on us. A guy, uh, drunk, started being an absolute jerk. People started to get uncomfortable at this gathering we were at. Everybody was getting ready to knock him out. All I did was talk him down, de-escalate this situation. Uh, but after a while, there was no talking sense with him. He was out of his mind. And I had a feeling this was going to go on too long. I went over. There was a little property damage started. And it would have all been on my bill. So I said, you need to stop right now. He got a little aggressive with me uh, and tried to tackle me to the ground, uh, which he did. But I had him wrapped up in a guillotine from guard, which I've learned through that situation you call tactical black. Said, you know the move. In three seconds, the entire event was over and not a single punch was thrown. My friends tapped me, letting me know he's sleeping. Tilted his head back until he came to. He had no idea where he was. Crisis averted. It's been a couple months since I've been to classes uh, because my schedule got crazy, but it made me realize how much I need this place and how it saved a lot of maybe money and possibly health. I got to get back in there. Very true. So take it from somebody who's trained there and actually had to use one of the things, and it went from one of those barroom fisticuff brawls into... Let's take care of the drunk uncle and make sure the situation stops now. You never know when somebody's going to get goofy. And again, like they always say, every bar fight, every stupid street fight goes to the ground. What did that dude do? Tried to tackle him right off the bat. You're not going to sit and box Marcus of Queensbury's rules when somebody goes bananas. So understand what happens. They teach you that stuff. And he's one of the students there. I've trained with him before, and he's good. So there it is, right in front of you. Perfect example when life gets in the way. And we had a sheepdog in place. Took care of the flock. That's how it works. And you can be that, too. All you have to do is check it out. ReactDefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. Would you like to see a Richard Simmons biopic? This is the Pauly Shore thing. <laughs> it is. I don't, I don't like that Pauly Shore likes how much he looks like Richard Simmons enough to pursue this. Op- and Richard Simmons doesn't want to do it, right? Like, yeah. Pauly Shore's dressing well, up like him and stuff and walking around like he's got this role of a lifetime. And he's asking everyone to reach out. Gonna work to out, buddy. Up, spatula. Get the whiz out there doing a rubbacks. People are saying, well, producers also want somebody bankable, someone who will sell tickets. Ah. Polly Shore is not the guy. <laughs> you, Polly Shore. Spatula. Humpback hates me. Justin Timberlake and Tiger Woods have opened a new sports bar in New York. In the city, called T Squared Social. Have you seen this? No. Looks pretty nice. Uh, it's got a very uh, cool entrance. Thirty-two foot marble bar lounge area. You can duck pin bowl. You can. Uh, they've got the uh, golf simulators, darts, two hundred inch TV. Who is it again? Tiger Woods and Justin Timberlake. That'd be fun. Yeah, there's a couple of pictures of it. And we hire some waitresses from Perkins, and Tiger's back in the game. Oh, it's on. That looks kind of fun. The golf simulator. And it's called T-squared. 
You have the... Well, oh, I don't have anything more. I just have <laughs> photographs. It's something social. Uh, T-squared social. That's what I said. Okay, just ask. <laughs> Billy, you want to give him your doctor's numbers? Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's get that memory going. <laughs> Kevin Bacon once bought a farm. <laughs> he bought farmland under the condition that he had to destroy the haunted house in the property with on the property within a month. This guy had the land for a long time, and he he believed the house was haunted. He's wrong, and he wouldn't sell it to him. And finally, did on that condition destroy that house? Not why real. didn't he just destroy it himself? Why didn't it's such a big deal? Yeah. I mean, well, that's a good point because he had the fear if he destroyed himself, it would follow him. Yep, the ghost would attach themselves. It was a scam to sell the house in the first place to yeah. say it was should have called Zach Baggins. And also, you can't. They dis- did. They came over. He said oh, the Ghostbusters they? came by, and Kevin's like, he, you know, I'll do it for you, no problem. Yeah. It dated back to 1700s, uh, and it involved a murder of a Native American by a colonel soldier. Um, but colonial Kevin soldier, said, Brady. Yeah, colonial. Okay. Sorry, yeah, colonel. Right, Bill, colonel you read this. this is, yeah, it's almost ten o'clock. You get sleepy, <laughs> and so it didn't happen. Uh, Kevin destroyed the building, and he hasn't had any curses. Right, because there aren't any. Shocking. Because the guy was selling a scam. You can't tear down the building and then sell the cruddy land. You sell the idea. But he made him tear it down, which is weird. And that just tells me he committed crimes in there, and he wants someone else to destroy the property. The evidence. Not sure if they went through the building before they flattened it. Garbage. Or dug up anything underneath it. People in there. It's haunted. Were you excited to hear that Usher's headlining the Super Bowl? I've seen Usher in Vegas, and because the Super Bowl's in Vegas, they're doing one of the residency guys. I'd rather seen Silk Sonic and Bruno Mars do it. Yeah. Again. He's got a collab with every one of those yeah. guys. I, the I Usher, mean, the lineup that you could have in there with yeah. Usher. Let me tell you this. There's a lot. Some of the ladies in Usher's dance troupe, let's hope you've got a widescreen TV, because they've got some, th- but they can dance. I mean, we're talking like like li- Lizzo, Lizzo only like uh, tight. I'm going back to the yeah. old school TV yeah. then. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get me some yeah. low definition. Yeah, yeah, I don't television. need HD for this. Yeah, it's uh, but the show with Usher was weird because I was like, I didn't realize how many songs I didn't know. I thought it would just be a hit parade. I knew about four. He plays and about then eighteen. Some, will I do the one? Uh, I don't mind that you. Uh, Make your living on a pole. Oh, that's the big number. Yeah. Like, he gets big on Gotta that Gotta do one. that oh, song. Yeah. No, that's a big one. That's where the girls went crazy. And the big fat one was doing the splits Ugh. on the pole and then slamming down like she was a plunger onto the stage. And she heard, <laughs> it's gross. Get your crunk chalice. Little John will be involved. Yeah. yeah, it was. Well, that was the concert where I was dancing because I was copying the guy in front of me, like move for move. And the lady behind me goes, you can move for a white boy. Like I, I'm only doing what that guy's doing. I have no idea what I'm doing. You keep it up. And she was the one tapping me on the shoulder, too, because before the show started, they were playing old 70s sitcom black TV show themes, and I'm singing them all. How the hell you know that? Like, it's good times. Everybody knows that. I think white people knew about that. I'm like, we know about your stuff. <laughs> Come on. The Jeffersons? We all love the Jeffersons. They played it on the Cracker Network. Yeah, you know? yeah I, I did watch it. Yeah, it was we, an we, all skate. We Crackers watched that. <laughs> Uh, That's it. We're all done. Larry McFeely's back from Cincinnati. How about that?
He had a week of sensitivity training. He's going to be extra sensitive. Uh, Larry's back from the Full natty. skyline. Ugh, gross. Well, hopefully he's recovered. That <laughs> garbage place. Uh, anyway, so Larry needs your love because he's been in Cincinnati for a week. That is, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Uh, and then you got the Bungles tonight, so Brady gets to watch that. A little more Cincinnati ties in. But Larry's nice to you. Be nice to him. He'll tell you more about how you can fly off with Set Jet uh, to Las Vegas and stay in Resorts World with us. The Golden Ticket Super Birthday Giveaway happens again tomorrow. Robert missed it, but you can win tomorrow. We're done. Have yourselves a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow here in the Morning Sickness. So long! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Yes.